BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Good afternoon, live from Larry Miller Field. BYU baseball back on the air. Uh, start of a big three-game series against the Gonzaga Bulldogs here in Provo. Cougars have kind of dug themselves a little bit of a hole. 0-3 to start the West Coast Conference season after being swept by Loyola last weekend. Cougars a big four-game set this week, and they took care of business Tuesday, beating the Utes 7-6, and now three big ones against uh, Gonzaga, uh, joined by Tuckett Slade tonight. And uh, Tuckett, again, a situation where BYU, kind of their backs to the wall a little bit. I mean, they've got they've got to get a couple of wins here against this uh, always good Gonzaga baseball team. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, backs are up against the wall, 0-3 in league play, and this is a going to be a dogfight. This is a series that you have to find a way to come out with two wins, and if you're really, really good, get three wins and get right back into where you need to be. Cougars are going to start to Jordan Wood on the hill tonight. And he will go against uh, Justin Blattner. Uh, Blattner, a left-hander, 2.79 earned run average. He's had two starts this year, so nine innings. And uh, Jordan Wood, one win, one loss, 3.38 earned run average for Wood. And uh, looking forward to a, a great three-game series. A rainy, cool evening here in Provo. But with the new turf, uh, hopefully we're going to get this all nine innings in today. We're going to send it back to a, an interview we had with Coach Mike Littlewood a few moments ago right before the start of this game. And then we'll be back with more pregame right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. We're here with Coach Mike Littlewood uh, right before the start of this Gonzaga series here in Provo. Coach, 11-game uh, homestand. This is the final three we talked about how big a week this was for you. You, you beat Utah on Tuesday, fourth or uh, seven six, great win, and now Gonzaga coming in, one of the top teams in the conference, uh, should be a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, I mean this is a big series for us. We kind of backed ourselves into a corner last week, um, and I was really wondering how we would come out against Utah because you just never know. You can talk about having energy and doing all that stuff, but until you actually get on the field and, and get that feel, but we had great energy against Utah. Tried to give it away. But, um, you know, in a way, I'm kind of glad we did that because we had to keep fighting and, and show some resiliency, which we didn't show against LMU. And so um, having said that, having a rough week, um, you know, I, I feel like we're ready to play more than we were last week. Gonzaga picked fourth in the conference. And, of course, uh, if there's really a rivalry for BYU, it seems kind of to be Gonzaga right now. They beat you five straight before you, you, beat the, you won the doubleheader last year in the conference tournament. Always put a good team on the field and... And uh, great pitching staff, uh, lots of strikeout guys on their on their uh, hill. So it's going to be a challenge. Yeah, I mean they're just a well-rounded team. They they play good defense. They they uh, swing at one through nine, and they do have good pitching. Um, we won't see their ace tonight. Um, Beast is going to throw tomorrow night. They're trying to keep him on a Friday rotation. Uh, so we'll see a couple left-handers, um, one tonight, one Saturday, mixed in with Beast on on Friday. But yeah, I mean we're going to have to play our best, um, which we usually do here. Um, last week I think was an anomaly, and so if we just if we play our game, uh, throw strikes—that's the biggest thing. Have guys on the mound who want to go compete. You know, I, I think we're going to be okay. 
the the weather this week, I've uh, been watching all week, man. I'm wondering if we're going to play baseball this weekend. But it looks like, uh, you know, it's kind of drizzling out there right, right now. But, again, that field makes it awfully nice. You don't have to tarp it, don't have to worry about it. Drains well. Uh, so we should get, hopefully, all three of these in. Well, unless it's a torrential downpour and, and the rain affects play, we're going to play. So we, we hit during drizzle. They hit during drizzle, pregame BP. And we'll start the game in this, especially it's on ESPN. Um, so we don't want to, you know, we're, we're not go- going to just cancel because of a little bit of rain. And, and uh, I've talked to Coach Maktoff, and he's good with that. So we'll just run out there. The, the only fear of mine is you start Jordan Wood, who's our number one guy, and then it starts raining in the second inning and, it, and we get washed out, kind of like we did at LMU. And now, now your first guy's shut down and, and you can't throw him the rest of the week because it's, you just you can't heat a, a guy up the next day. And so that's, a, that's fear. But... Looking at the weather, it looks like it's going to just be like this the rest of the night and even taper off a little bit. So I think I think we're going to be okay. Tell us about Kringland. Been battling that hamstring a little bit. Uh, legged out an infield single. Looked like he pushed about as hard as he could. Uh, any uh, improvement there? There is, actually. I was I was in the weight room lifting when he was in there yesterday, and Justin McClure, our strength coach, was actually standing on his leg and <laughs> in bare feet and kind of working his, working his leg out. And so um, I, Keaton's probably 70 80%. You know the the toughest thing is is that first step out of the box if you if you're trying to leg out a single because that you you have the most torque right there on that first step and I've just told him if you hit a ground ball um, then just a routine ground ball you're just going to have to take it easy and and uh, if people yell at you from the stands for not hustling everybody in here knows what's what's wrong but you know the competitor in Keaton um, he hits that ball against Utah and, and the eventual winning run. Yeah. Um, and he, he's going to leg it out. That's just how athletes are. And so I just don't want to put him in the outfield right now. I don't think he can really leg out for four straight seconds to try to track down a, a fly ball. And so we'll keep him at the DH spot. And if he feels a twinge, it's an easy fix just to get somebody else in that spot. Well, Coach, should be a fun weekend of baseball. Gonzaga in town. Uh, good luck to you, and uh, we'll talk to you on the postgame show. All right. Thanks, Brent. Back here at Larry Miller Field as we get ready for baseball here. Game one of a three-game set, BYU versus Gonzaga. Gonzaga's uh, starting lineup, Ernie uh, Yake, will be the third baseman. He'll lead it off. He'll be brought, followed by Branson Truby in center. Jake Veith, first baseman, bats uh, third. Gunnar Schubert, the shortstop, bats fourth. Jace Vandebreek will be in left. He'll bat fifth. Nick Nyquist, the DH, will bat uh, sixth. Daniel Fredrickson will bat seventh and play in right field. Austin Pinarini will be the uh, catcher. And he will be behind the plate and bat eighth. And uh, Carson Brashears will bat ninth. Brashears, uh, junior out of North Bend, wearing number nine. And we are ready for baseball. Cougars with uh, Sue at first. Anderson at second. Daniel Sneeman at short. Nate Favero at third. Kyle Dean in left gets the start. Jarrett Perns in center. Brock Hale in right field. David Clausen behind the plate. And Jordan Wood, the junior out of Friendswood, Texas, getting the start here in game one for BYU. As Ernie Yake will step in, he is a redshirt freshman out of Bellingham, Washington, and the first pitch is just a little bit low for ball 190 on the fastball right there by Jordan Wood. Cold, uh, not super cold like last weekend, but cool rainy day. There's a ball hit right at Schneeman. Daniel loves it, and he throws the first for the out. Great so Yake start rounds right there. out. Branson Truby, this is a guy that can uh, do some damage. He uh, has four home runs this year, hitting 352 on the year. This what is it? about a half an hour ago? The field, the ball, the uh, it was really raining here. It really was. It's let off a little bit to wind blowing in from right field. 
I was, was going to say, every ground ball you're going to have to throw into the Cougar dugout and kind of get uh, Pretty dried much. off. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be really wet out there on the ground. Pitch is grounded down the third baseline. That is a fair ball. Favero with a bad throw. Gets past uh, Favero, uh, Sue, and the runner will advance to second base. Favero came up and uh, bounced one to Sue, and uh, Sue just couldn't come up with it. Looked like it kind of squirted out of Favero's hands. Yeah, that's frustrating. Another routine play right there. Two hopper to Favero, and one hops it to Sue, and he couldn't keep it in front. So a runner at second base on the air, Jake Veith, the first baseman. He is a senior out of Tacoma. He will bat from the left side, has three home runs, leads the uh, Bulldogs with 16 RBIs. And here is Jordan Woods' first pitch to Veith. Good changeup. Veith swings and misses. This Gonzaga team has played a good schedule. They played Cal Poly twice. They played number one Oregon State, lost to them four to three. The most impressive thing, they went down to Rice in Houston and beat them three out of four. Yeah, Rice, that's, that's a perennial baseball power. So uh, Gonzaga with a – that ball came in and hit Veith. Really didn't try to get out of the way of that very much. He's a big kid. Yeah, and big, popped him kid. on the right leg. Yeah, Veith was a cougar killer last year. At that series that they swept us at their park, we couldn't get that guy out last year. Well, he's on first base here tonight, and Gunnar Schubert, the shortstop, he's a returning starter, senior out of Auburn, Washington. He's hitting 375 on the year. Good start for Schubert. He's had 72 at-bats, uh, 27 hits, two doubles, a triple, nine RBIs. He will bat from the right side against uh, Jordan Wood. You know, Cougars got off to a rocky starts, and it seems like each of those LMU games, too, just couldn't get off to a on the mound or defensively. And it really ended up costing them as the first pitch is up high, ball one. Yeah, I mean, every game against LMU, it was air walks, pass balls that kind of got them going, then some few hits, and again today, another air and a walk, and see if you can find a way to get out of a jam. Here's the one ball pitch to Schubert. That's down low for a ball. Greg Charles behind the plate umpiring. Billy Hayes at uh, first base. Uh, Fabio is the second baseman. And Tyler Ferguson at third. Four-man crew here. West Coast Conference uh, action. And here's the 2-0 pitch. That's up high. Ball three. Three balls and no strikes uh, to the shortstop from Gonzaga. Jace Vandebrake is on deck. He's the left fielder. Gonzaga coming in, hitting uh, 277 as a team. And here's a 3-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. At the end of the day, you just got to let them. You got to let them earn everything. These free bags are what always come back and haunt you. 3-1 count here. Got to compete in the zone. Make him put the ball in play. Here's a 3-1 from Wood. That's over for call. Strike two. This team, uh, very good staff, guns. I got a team earned run average of 3.62. Yeah, they can really pitch it. They don't run much. Only six stolen bases on the year and 11 attempts. Hitting 277 as a team. Don't have tremendous power, but uh, 
putting the ball in play. Here's the three. No. Wood uh, looks at second, doesn't make the throw just as he was about to go into his uh, stretch action. So three balls, two strikes, two men on. And Schubert, the catcher, steps back in. He's right on top of the plate from the right-handed side. And the pitch from Jordan Wood, ball grounded down the third baseline. That will be a foul ball. And how big an issue is it out there with that turf field and, and picking up a ground ball? I mean, is the ball is it wetter than it would be on a, on a grass field, do you think? Uh, not really. I mean, it drains unbelievable. We know we can drain a lot of water per hour, but that, that top surface is always just going to be slicker than, than normal. Um, the one thing you're not going to have is you're not going to have mud and things like that you have to deal with, but uh, it still is going to be wet when it comes off that play because it's not like you have anything to go dry it off, yeah. you know. Three and two again as Schubert steps to the plate. And here is Wood. It's pitch. Ball hit into left field, base hit. Runner will score from second base, and Gonzaga up here early, one to nothing on the Schubert single. Boy, and the thing you hate to do if you're a home team here is is get the momentum switched over to the other side. And uh, last weekend, it really felt that way. It really did, yeah. the, the, The longer they were in games... And the more games they won, the more confidence it's they true. got. Very true. And they, they, they played like it was the World Series for them every game, and they were fantastic last weekend. And Gonzaga's starting real hot this weekend. Jace Vanderbreek now will step in. He is the left fielder. And the first pitch is over for a strike. Vanderbreek, a redshirt junior out of Yakima, Washington. 6'2", 200-pounder, uh, batting from the left side. Does have a home run this year and 11 RBIs. Cougars playing him over into the left center field alley. And here is a Woods 0-1 pitch. Up a little bit high, one ball and a strike. Cougars, of course, beat Gonzaga last year in the conference uh, tournament championship. All Gonzaga had to do was win one game and they would have got the NCAA bid. Instead, BYU swept that doubleheader, just absolutely hammered Gonzaga after getting hammered by Gonzaga the weekend before up in Spokane. A swing and a miss. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a, a couple of weeks that I'll, I won't ever forget from the worst to the high, from the lowest to low to highest to high in back-to-back weekends. Of course, all the Cougars had to do going into Spokane was win one game, and they would have won the outright regular season title. Exactly. Gonzaga came in and swept them, and the Cougars a little paid back in the conference tournament the very next weekend. Here's the one-two outside. Two and two the count. Cougars 10 wins, 9 losses on the year. Gonzaga 11 wins and 8 losses. Gonzaga beat Pepperdine last weekend up in Spokane, two out of three. Interesting West Coast Conference right now. Uh, boy, it seems like the top teams, St. Mary's, BYU, and San Diego, all kind of took it on the chin last weekend. There's a ground ball into right field, another base hit. They'll hold the runner at third base. So two hits, an error, and a hit batter. And Gonzaga has scored a run. They've got bases loaded, still one man out, and Nick Nyquist, the DH, will come up. 
This is where you just have to find a way to minimize right here. Get a ground ball, get a strikeout fly ball, keep them from turning this into a big inning. Jeremy Thomas, the pitching coach, out to have a little discussion with Jordan Wood. Nyquist, a junior out of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, just across the border from uh, Spokane. He's hitting 345, big kid, 6, uh, 3215-pounder. And he is DHing in uh, tonight's ball game. Yeah, big-sized kid, definitely looks the part. So Nyquist will come up. With bases loaded, Gonzaga's pushed one across here early. Nyquist also one home run on the year, eight RBIs, and the first pitch from Jordan Wood is up high, ball one. One ball and no strikes. And here's the 1-0 pitch, and that's over for a strike. You know, Coach Littlewood said in his pregame he was almost happy that the Utes came back and said it make the Cougars kind of wake up again and have to refocus. And, yeah. And he loved the energy on the in the dugout uh, on Tuesday night. Cougars won that one 7-6 in extra innings. It's easy to have energy for those type of games, that's for sure. One ball, one strike. Here's Woods' pitch. Over for call strike two. Good fastball at 90. The frustrating thing about conference play is that just haven't really necessarily letting the team earn it as much. Just having so many mistakes, whether it is hit by pitches, walks, or errors. And then the team, you know, will get the big knock after you get free base runners, and that's how they're scoring runs. One and two. Here's the pitch from Wood. Curveball swing and a miss. Big strikeout. Absolutely. Great pitch there. Great two, pitch. Two men out, and Daniel Fredrickson. Right fielder will come up. He is a left-handed hitter. Wood really trying to work his way out of a jam here in the inning. Can't relax right here. You still got to bear down. Got good speed on the bases. So a hit's going to be a run, and the gap could be two or three. Fredrickson steps in. First pitch. Swing and a miss for strike one. So two men out, bases loaded. Gonzaga with one here in the first. They've got that one run on two hits. There's been a hit batter and also an error in the inning, a throwing error. And here's the 0-1. Strike two called. Good pitch on the outside corner, 0-2. Yeah, he was dead red fastball the first pitch. He swung at the changeup, and then he surprised him with the fastball there. 0-2, got to make a good pitch right here. Batter's really crowding the plate. 0-2. Here's the pitch from Wood. Just off the plate. 1-2 the count. It's a good miss. Hey, you don't want to give him anything to hit on 0-2 or 1-2. You want to throw your pitches to make him chase. Wood will work from the stretch with bases loaded. And here is the pitch to Fredrickson. Swinging, strike three. Wood comes back, strikes the last two guys out. Works his way out of a jam, gives up one run, two hits, one air. Three runners left. 
We're through a half an inning. Gonzaga won. BYU coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Justin Blattner, the left-hander for Gonzaga, gets the start tonight for the Bulldogs. Blattner, no wins, no losses this year. 2.79 earned run average. 6'3", 200-pounder out of Spokane, and he is throwing from the left side. So be interesting to see with the left-handed starter on there how the Cougars react him. It looks like it's pretty much stopped raining now. Yeah. It's raining really hard about a half an hour ago. Hopefully, you look at the forecast, and it says it's supposed to get a little better tonight and then or later in the evening and then come in again even harder uh, tonight and then maybe clear up again tomorrow afternoon. Blattner, uh, this will be his fourth appearance, his third start. He's only thrown nine innings, has given up eight hits, five runs, has nine strikeouts. Opponents only hitting 222 against the lefty. And the Cougars, uh, Brennan Anderson will lead it off. Brennan, a 271 hitter as he steps in. Brennan was a preseason All-American third-team pick as a second baseman. And we're not used to seeing this kid hit 271. Usually he's up in the mid-300 somewhere. Got to get him going. So Anderson will step in. First pitch is up high, ball 190 on the fastball. There from uh, Blattner on the first pitch. Here's the one-ball pitch, and Anderson hammers one deep left field. Left fielder going back, looking up. It is... Caught by the left fielder. Unbelievable wow. play by Jace Vanderbreek. Absolutely. It looked like he turned around and was thinking it was going to come off the wall. The last second he threw his glove up, made the catch. Unbelievable play. What a play by Vanderbreek. Anderson just hammered that ball. One man out. Thought for sure that was extra bases for Anderson. It's the kind of season that Brennan Anderson's been having this year. Can't get anything to fall. Brian Sue now steps in, Cougar first baseman, and the first pitch to Sue is inside, ball one. Blattner is a, uh, a redshirt junior. He's got two years of varsity experience. Not exactly sure when he redshirted, if it was last year or when he was a freshman. That pitch is over for a strike, one and one. I don't remember seeing Blattner uh, pitch last year, no, so he I... might have uh, redshirted last year. We don't have a ton on him coming into the day. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Good change. Sue swings and misses. 1-2 and two the count. Brian Sue leading the Cougars, hitting 4-10 as we start action uh, this evening in Provo. And the 1-2. That's down low. Two balls, two strikes. Again, been raining off and on the entire day here in Provo, but, boy, there's not a puddle to be seen on the field. Great uh, drainage. Uh, the drainage system's working, that's yeah, for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. A bunch of people in calling today. Are we going to play? Are we going to play? Yeah, we're going to play. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Sue hits the ball. Third baseman goes over. Yankee makes the play, throws the first for the out. Ball hit hard by Sue. Yake went about a step to his left and made the, uh, the play. Two men out. That'll bring up uh, Daniel Sneeman, the shortstop. So Sneeman will step in. He's a 278 hitter with a home run and 14 RBIs. And Blattner's first pitch to Sneeman, high and tight, ball one. 
kind so of both, a, both pitchers kind of topping out about 90. Yeah, kind of a funky arm action too, like a three-quarter from Blattner. Really just wings it in there. There's the 1-0. That's a pie ball too. Schneeman followed by Hale and then Kringlin. Jake Veith the first baseman. Carson Brashear is at second. Connor Schubert is the shortstop, and Ernie Yake is at third. Here's a 2-0 pitch. That's a high ball three. Jace Vanderbreek in left, uh, Branson Truby in center, and Daniel Fredrickson in right. Catching is Austin Pinarini. Here's the 3-0 pitch. That's a high ball four. So a two-out walk to Schneeman will bring uh, Brock Hale to the plate. Brock's been hot as of late. Uh, he's got his average now up to uh, 356 on the year. Leads the Cougars in home runs with six and RBIs with 16. So he's definitely the power threat for the Cougs this year and just can hit to all fields with power and really good hitter. Hale steps in. First pitch, off speed over the outside corner for call strike one. You're starting to see a lot more second basemen's shade Brock up the middle and really leave a huge four hole for him. Hit that shot against Utah that uh, probably would have won the game, but first baseman made an unbelievable play. Yes, he did. Not even. I'm still not sure he even knows that it was in his mid even today. Yeah. Well, he made three plays that oh, game. Oh, he did. And Unbelievable. He, he came in late. Yeah. Took over for an injury replacement, and uh, uh, I'm sure Kinderberg was thankful to have him out there. Absolutely. Not too many guys could have made those plays. Unbelievable. One ball, one strike to Brock Hale. Here's the pitch. That's up high for ball two. When Blattner's missed today, he's missing – Really bad. It's not they're really not close. No. It's Everything up. It yeah, seems everything's like. really up. Yeah. Two balls and a strike. And the pitch. Hale takes that one outside. Ball three. On deck is Kringlin. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, Coach gives Brock a three-one hit and run here. Get Sue moving, and if it's ball four, you take it, and if it's in the zone, you hit it. Yeah, two men down. Worst case, you, you they throw him out. Uh, Brock leads off the next inning. Sue not going anywhere. And Hale hammers one deep left field. If this stays fair, it's out of here. And it is a foul ball. Wow, that was a bomb by Brock yes, Hale. He was geared up for that. Up and over the top of the uh, pine trees. Uh, what about 70-foot pine trees? Yeah. And that was over the top of those. Hard to tell from this angle how foul it really was. Yeah. It was kind of hooking that yeah. way, but uh, so Hale uh, knew it was foul. He didn't yeah. get too far out of the, the batter's box. Yeah, he, he won't throw that pitch again. Yeah, Blattner's aware now yeah. of Hale's power. Three and two. Pitch to Hale. He swings and misses on an off speed. Cougars are retired here in the inning. No runs, hits, or errors. One man left. We are through one complete. Gonzaga one. BYU nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. 
quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now, let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Go to the second inning. Gonzaga leading the Cougars 1-0. Austin Pennerini will step in. He's the catcher. Junior out of Everett, Washington, 217 hitter. Yeah, he didn't play last weekend against Pepperdine. Some sort of an injury that kind of actually waited for BP today to see if he was going to play. We don't know what it is, but just being a catcher probably banged yeah. up. Pennerini will step in. He's got a couple of home runs this year, only hitting 217. Does have five RBIs. And Jordan Wood. First pitch outside. Wood uh, worked himself out of a jam. A a hit batter, an air, a couple of base hits. Gonzaga scored one run in the inning, but they had bases loaded with one man out, and uh, Wood struck out the final two batters, one ball and one strike now to Pinarini. He'll be followed by Carson Brashears and then Ernie Yake, who is the uh, leadoff hitter for Gonzaga. Fly ball should be an easy play. Out goes uh, Schneeman. Schneeman coming over, and he's going to get there and make the catch. Boy, uh, the wind kind of yeah, took that one away from Schneeman. Had to kind of readjust and go over mm-hmm. over almost behind the third base back. Yeah, he took off towards center and then ran a long way. Dean actually didn't give up on it either. Dean ran in there and almost had a chance to call him off. So it's good to see the guys hustling. One man out. Carson Brashears will step in, second baseman. Brashear is a 224 hitter, has a pair of RBIs this year, and the first pitch over for a strike. You know, you said that that uh, catcher was batting like to what, 213, 214? Yeah, 214. He, that kid from LMU last week. Pitch a check to swing, went around 0 2. Was batting below 200, yeah. but I'd take that kid to catch every single game. It was unbelievable. Well, Gill, the head coach, said he's the best defensive catcher he's ever yeah, seen. He, he truly believed in blocking everything. Yes. Here's the 0-2. And the thing about him is he moved his feet. So yeah. his body was in front of every everything. pitch. It didn't matter if it was two feet outside. Everything. I've never seen a catcher we went back move through, that. Yeah, we went like back that. through the game, and it was seven runs he saved yeah. in that game. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he was uh, Cooper Ewell's his name. Yeah. He's a sophomore. That pitches up high. And, you know, he's going to find himself in pro baseball just based on his defensive abilities. Unbelievable. It was special. Two balls, two strikes to Brashears. And the pitch ball hit out toward the first baseman. Sue, he's got it. He'll toss the ball to Wood at the bag for the out. Two men down. Pitchers in the dugout love when those plays happen. They all like to scream, we work on that every day. Which is true. I bet they're screaming to Jordan. Yeah, get over. First, yeah, get over, get over. (laughs) And then they go. We work on that every day. Yeah, they probably have a pact amongst the 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 staff that hey, balls hit there, you be yelling at me. They're just different people. Two men out. Top of the order. Ernie Yak uh, Yake steps in. He uh, grounded out to Schneeman his first time up there. You can tell Jordan has a feel for all three of his pitches tonight. Here's the 1-0. That's down low for a ball. Jake, a redshirt freshman. He is out of Watcom Community College, wherever that is. Not sure. I've never called that one. So he must have redshirted there and then uh, yeah. must have been a qualifier and came on as a – now he's a, a freshman. 
playing for uh, Gonzaga. Pretty impressive defensively, the, the play he made in the first inning. Absolutely. Makes it look easy. Here's the one, two. Strike three called inside corner. And Jordan Wood retires the side in order here in the second. Lawrence hits her errors. We're through one and a half. one nothing. Gonzaga over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here in uh, Provo, Larry Miller Field. Brent Norton along with Tuckett Slate bringing you BYU Cougar Baseball here on your BYU Radio Network on Sirius uh, Channel 143 and on ESPN 960 here locally in the Utah area along with all the BYU apps that you can go to yeah. and stream it. And Keaton Kringlin will lead it off. He's the DH for the Cougars, still battling the hamstring. Coach uh, Littlewood, before the game, said Keaton's uh, showing some improvement, getting a little bit better as he swings and misses for a strike. I think the interesting thing about Kringlin tells you a little about him. The infield single against Utah ended up being the winning run, and he leg, you know, legged it out. He, yes, he did. He went as hard as he could go. You could tell he still wasn't 100%, but... Give him a lot of credit for uh, getting on the back. Pitches up high, one ball and one strike. He's just a competitor and loves to play the game. And he come back in the dugout, he said, my, my leg hurt so bad, but I was not going to get thrown out. It's nice to have guys like that. Ball and a strike. Kringlin trying to get things started in the second inning for the Cougars, and that pitch is outside. Kringlin, an all-conference performer last year, also a uh, preseason pick this year. Cougars were picked number one in the conference this year. Gonzaga, the number four pick, as Kringlin hammers one left field, base hit. Kringlin, you can see, really starting to see the ball much better. Average now up about 320, and yep. swinging it good. Nobody out, and Favero steps in. Well, the double that he hit against Utah on Tuesday, if Kringlin's hitting a double, he's earning every bit of it, and it was a line shot to left center that he just could coast to second. It's good to get him going. Favaro's another guy needs to get going a little bit, hitting 231. Does have 12 RBIs. Had some big hits with guys in scoring position, but uh, I'm sure Nate not happy with that batting average. Senior finishing out uh, his BYU career. And the first pitch to Favaro is on the outside corner for call strike one. Yeah, yeah I mean, like you, we've talked about all year, Nate was so big for us last year at the end of the year. Some big-time games very carried us in a few games. Just need to get him back rolling to where he's a big-time contributor. No balls and a strike to Favero. And here is Blattner's pitch. Favero fouled it up off the catcher's mask. And the count now 0-2 BYU uh, head coach Mike Littlewood down in the third-base coaching box in his sixth year here for the Cougars. Trent Pratt over in the first-base uh, box as the associate head coach. Brent Herring, Jeremy Thomas, Tuckett Slade to fill out the coaching staff here. No balls and two strikes to the Cougar third baseman, Favero. And the pitch to Nate's way outside for ball one. Only game being played tonight in the conference right here. Tomorrow night, uh, St. Mary's is at Santa Clara, San Diego Pacific, San Francisco Portland, and LMU is at uh, Pepperdine. Boy, what a wild weekend last week in the conference. I mean, what I would consider the three top teams are in the bottom of the conference right now after the first week, San Diego, St. Mary's, and BYU. Good eye outside two and two. 
Yeah, I mean. I was amazed what St. Santa Clara did to San Diego in San Diego. Yeah. Beat them a couple times by 10 runs. Yeah, they put up like 27 runs yeah. in three games against them. And San Diego is supposed to have the three best pitchers in the league. So Santa Clara came to play this year. Two balls, two strikes, two Favero. And here is Blattner's pitch. That's up high and outside for ball three. Which, in reality, that's what the league needs. We need the bottom half to be good. Challenge everybody. Make it to where, hey, maybe only 15, 16 wins gets you in. And it makes RPIs better. It makes strength of schedule better. Everything. Well, Santa Clara right now, overall schedule 13-5 and five to lead the conference. Here's the 3-2 to Favero. That's high and tight. Ball four. So Favero fall, fell behind 0-2. And then it worked his way back to get a base on balls. Runners at first and second for the Cougars. And Kyle Dean stepping up. Dean hitting 233 on the year. Does not have a home run. Does have seven RBIs. Sophomore out of San Diego. So Dean will step in. Yeah, we, in the game, might we see a bunt here, sacrifice? Yeah, I, I'd bet that this you're going to see one here. But you never know. Never know with a lefty Clawson facing the lefty pitcher. But, yeah, that's the uh, thing that Coach has to think about right. is Dave doesn't hit lefties extremely well. And, you know, Dean's a power guy, but uh, he struggled earlier this year. His swing against Utah was better. He almost hit a ball out of here in left center and took a couple walks. But uh, – it's one of those situations, you know, two years ago you, you wouldn't think about bunting him in right. this situation. But uh, So Dean steps in. Kringlin at second, Favero at first. Kyle slightly open stance to the plate. And Blattner from the stretch looks in. And Dean bunts the ball down the third baseline. Great bunt, third baseman in. Yanks got it and he'll throw him out. Boy, great bunt by Dean. Absolutely. That's just perfectly executed. Almost came up with the uh, base hit. So runners at second and third base. Good job by Dean, and that will bring uh, Clawson to the play. Boy, tough pitch to bunt, too. Looked like it was maybe up and in a little bit. Yeah. Dean put it right down the line, and we talked about uh, Yake a little bit. I'll tell you, he's a good defensive player. Yeah, he, he can, made the play. He can really play. He made that look so easy, and that's not an easy play. One man out, and Clawson steps in. Gonzaga back in the infield except at third base. He's about even with the bag. And the first pitch to Clawson is over for a strike. Key here in this at-bat for Dave is just swinging at strikes. When he gets himself in trouble, it's swinging at the pitcher's pitch. But when he swings at balls that are in the zone, he usually has really good success. Dave, good series against LMU. Raises average of 323. Has 20 hits on the year, six doubles, and six RBIs. He has not gone deep yet. We saw this kid show the power last year, and I'm sure you'll see it as the season moves along here. Here's the 0-1 to Clawson. Good job by the catcher. Went out and caught that pitch. It was uh, in the dirt for a ball. Yeah, he hasn't been able to find that breaking ball, so you really, as a hitter, can just sit on fastball. And everything in the fastball, like you talked about earlier, is up. It's up, it's up, it's up. One ball, one strike, one out. Cougars with runners at second and third base. 
And Clausen set. Here's the pitch. That's outside for ball two. Kringland, you know, with that hamstring, might be trying to get a little bit more of a lead there just to, yeah. if a ground ball's hit to anybody but third or back to the pitcher, Kringland should be able to score. But with the, a little bit hobbled, you know, he's going to have to maybe get an extra foot or two. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting because you would think anything hit to shortstop or second or first, he's definitely going to score. But if it's like a one hopper, yeah. he could get thrown out the plate. He could. And a, and a fly ball's got to be deep enough here. Yeah. Really changes the game, doesn't it? So Clausen steps back in, two balls and a strike. Blattner, pitch, way outside, ball three. On deck is Jarrett Perns. He is the center fielder for the Cougars. So three balls and a strike. And Blattner, as you mentioned, I don't think he's thrown a strike, uh, a curveball for a strike yet. He spiked every single one of them in the ground. So Clawson's got to be sitting fastball here. 3-1 the count. And here's the pitch. It's outside ball four, so base is loaded. And that will bring Perns to the plate. Jarrett, 385 average. This kid's been a real surprise. Got to start, what, a couple of weeks ago, and can't get him out of the lineup now. Always a good defender, but really swinging the bat well. And now we're going to have a pitching coach out to talk with uh, Justin Blattner. Yeah, Jarrett's a guy who he walked on from CSN, came in here, had scholarship offers at other schools, but said, hey, I want to play here. And came in here and knew he had a dogfight because he had all three returning outfielders coming back on this year's team that are good players. But he said, I'm going to come in there and earn a job. And all fall, he was fantastic defensively. And, and the offense was starting to come around. You could see, okay, hey, this is not just a junior college hitter. This kid can really hit. And he started to get confidence. And then Coach actually started him game one in Northridge of the year. Um, had a couple of bad at-bats and misplayed a fly ball and kind of lost his opportunities to McIntyre. When McIntyre went in, he went on a roll there for you know the first eight games. And McIntyre started to get pitched to a little differently and struggled. And like you said, a week ago he got back in the lineup and he's just ran with it so far. It's been fantastic. This is uh, 10th start of the year. 39 at-bats, 15 hits, four doubles, two triples, and a home run. He runs very well. Yeah. As Coach Littlewood said, probably the best defensive outfielder on the team. And he will step in from the right side with bases loaded. And Justin Blattner on the hill trying to find the strike zone. First pitch to Perns over for a call, strike one. Boy, he wants that pitch back. I don't blame him for not swinging. He just walked two guys in a row. You really don't want to really hack at that first one. But, boy, that one was a good one to hit. No balls and a strike to Jarrett Perns. Had a home run last week. And Perns hits the ball pretty well. Center fielder going back a few steps. Kringlin's going to tag. He's going to tag. Here comes the throw, and Kringlin's going to score. And now Clawson's going to get caught off of first base as they're going to get Clawson in a rundown. And Favero's going to be thrown out at uh, third base as uh, Clawson thought everybody was tagging. He tried to move up and was just unable to do so. Cougars kind of run themselves out of the inning. Cougars do get the one run on the sacrifice fly. We're all tied up at 1-1 after two on your new skin BYU Sports Network. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin. 
outfielder on the BYU baseball team, and you are listening to the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars. Back here in Provo, we played two. We're all tied up 1-1, BYU and Gonzaga. Base running here right there by uh, BYU as it's Lawson uh, attempting to tag. Didn't You know, you got to keep track of the guy in front of you, Favero. Yes. Really not a non-tag type of situation. And uh, just unfortunately, Cougars kind of run themselves out of that inning as uh, Branson Truby steps in, and he hammers one down the left field line. That's in for extra bases on the first pitch of the inning by Jordan Wood, and the Bulldogs will have a runner at second base. Yeah, got a fastball elevated and put a good swing on it and just kept it inside for fair. Jake Veith will now step in. Well, it's completely stopped raining here. Yeah, so and far it's so never, good. Yeah. It's never really been too cold today, not like last weekend. Yeah, last, it was brutal last weekend. Still probably around 50 degrees, so if you're home listening and want to come out to the ballpark, uh, looks like it's kind of breaking up behind us a little bit and uh, should be in for dry weather here for the rest of the night. Leith opens, stands to the plate. He hammers one out toward Anderson. Brennan's got it. He'll throw to first base for the out. Runner does move up to third. Just good team hitting right there by Veith. One man out. Two pitches in the inning. And Gunnar Schubert, who uh, singled in a run, the only run of the day for Gonzaga, will come up. Schubert is from uh, Auburn, Washington. And he will come to the plate. He was a starting shortstop last year for the Bulldogs. And the first pitch, swing and a miss for a strike. The memory I have of Schubert is in game two of the conference championship game, he got heat stroke out there. Right. At I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember looking out and seeing him yeah. doubled over. And he was, yeah. Won't forget that either. Yeah. No balls and a strike. Pitches up high. The Cougars kind of have drawn the infield in, at least the left side. And with that, you know, quick infield and with uh, Schneeman's arm, Coach uh, Littlewood taking a little bit of a chance here. But yeah. he's not drawn in all the way, but he's uh, he's inside double play depth. Pitches down low. Two and one the count. Real good block there by Clausen. Two balls and a strike with uh, Truby at third base. 1-1 the score as we play the top of the third inning here at Larry Miller Field. And again, a fastball got way outside, 3-1. and one. On deck is uh, Jace Vandebreek. He uh, singled his first time up. And here's Jordan Wood. Looks over at third. 3-1 pitch. Ball grounded out towards Sneeman. Runs going to score. Ball will not hit hard at all. Sneeman throws him out. And Sneeman, even though he was pulled in, had no chance to get the runner. Gonzaga now leading 2-1. Yeah, just got uh, hit off the end of the bat and rolled right past the pitcher's mound. Just enough to get by Jordan to where he could score easily. Good read off uh, off the bat by the runner, Truby. So two men out, nobody on, and uh, that will bring to the plate uh, Jace Vandebreek. 
First pitch over for a strike. Gonzaga now uh, two runs on three hits. Ball hit pretty well. Kyle Dean in left right there, able to make the catch for the out. And uh, Gonzaga with a run on a hit. No errors, nobody left. We are through two and a half. 2-1, Bulldogs over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Top of the order, Brennan Anderson will step in for the Cougars. Gonzaga leading this one 2-1 after two and a half innings here at Larry Miller Field in Provo. Anderson robbed of extra bases. A great play by Vanderbreek in left in the first inning. He just started to take a couple steps back. Vanderbreek did. Anderson, Sue, and Schneeman do up here in the inning for BYU. Cougars one run on one hit. Gonzaga two runs on three base hits. And the first pitch to Brennan's up high. Ball one. So LMU and uh, uh, San Francisco currently both 3-0 on the year. Gonzaga, Portland, Santa Clara all at 2-1. Anderson swings and misses. Pepperdine, St. Mary, San Diego all 1-2, and and then BYU Pacific uh, both at 0-3 after the first weekend. One ball and one strike. Blattner's pitch. That's down low, two and one. Again, it's another breaking ball that's down. He just can't quite find a feel for it. He had his changeup going a little bit early, yeah. but hasn't gone back to it. These two teams have played each other uh, 57 times. Anderson hammers this one left field. Nobody's going to catch that one. That's in for a base hit. Center fielder picks it up, and uh, Truby will get it back in. So Anderson with a leadoff single here in the third. Gonzaga owns a 25-22 edge overall in this baseball series. Gonzaga leading up in Spokane, 11 wins, 8 losses. And here in Provo, 11-7 and seven Cougars hold the edge. And they played some uh, in tournaments before they joined the same conference. Sue swings and misses at a breaking pitch for strike one. Mark Makdoff is the head coach of Gonzaga in his 15th year as the head coach. 28th year overall on the Gonzaga staff. That's impressive. 428 wins, 347 losses, two ties for Mark uh, Makdoff. He was named the coach of the year last year in the West Coast Conference. Yeah, everyone kind of thought he might leave the Zags after last year and go to Stanford where he went to school. Or coach there at one point. No balls and a strike. Another throw. Stanford, uh, they, they, uh, I think initially they had gotten a, a, somebody from, wasn't it Michigan? Yeah. That he committed, and then after a couple of days he said, no, I've, I've reconsidered. Yeah, he kind of used it and as leverage. They, I think they hired a guy from Cal, didn't they? Yeah, they hired a Stanford the- guy. And he's had them going this year. At one time they were undefeated, playing really well. There's a throw down as uh, Anderson with a stolen base. So Brennan picks up his fourth stolen base of the year. Now in scoring position with a 1-1 count on Sue. What conditions on this turf? you got to start your slide a little bit quicker. Yeah, this doesn't slide like a typical turf field because 
the dirt portion portion is actually 80% sand compared to rubber, so it sticks a little bit more than the rubber would. So you don't slide as much, but it's still really slick. One ball, one strike to Sue. Blattner taking a long time looking back at second base. Yeah. Now steps off the mound. Man, that was a it really quite was. a delay. As a hitter, I hate that. It drives me insane when a pitcher holds that long. It really gets in my it really got in my head. One ball and one strike to Sue. He grounded out sharply to the third baseman. His first time up. Pitch to Sue. That ball drops in for a strike. Another off-speed pitch. Yeah, it's a it's a changeup. He likes to throw to to right-handers. He's comfortable with that. He struck out Brock Hill with that two innings ago. It's a pretty good pitch. Tomorrow night, again, game two of the series, six o'clock here in Provo, and then Saturday at one o'clock. Bulldogs and Cougars. Pitch is well outside, two and two. It's supposed to be dry the next two days. It might rain again throughout the night, late tonight and early tomorrow, but by game time it's supposed to be dry and pretty nice tomorrow and dry all Saturday. So, But looking at the forecast early in the week, yeah. I didn't know if we'd be playing baseball yeah, no kidding. on the weekend. But uh, kind of staying to the south of the uh, southern part of the state. Two balls, two strikes. Blattner's pitch to Sue inside corner. Call strike three. It's a good pitch. One man out. And Daniel Sneeman, the hitter. Replay, uh, if anything, it might have been up just a little bit. Yeah, I think that's what uh, Brian thought it was up. One man out, runner in scoring position. Tying runner, Sneeman steps in. He walked his first time up. And here is Blattner's first pitch. Sneeman squares the bunt, pulls the bat back, and takes it outside for a ball. Sneeman has seen five pitches to him. They've all been balls. Gonzaga with one in the first, one in the third. Cougars scored their run in the second inning, and they're threatening here in the third. Quick throw to second base, and Anderson uh, back in safely. Little breeze blowing in from the south over the right field wall. That we've seen affect a couple of balls today. Center fielder uh, Truby way over in the left center field alley against uh, Sneeman. And here's the pitch from Blattner and Sneeman. Hammers one to left. That's in for a base hit. Here comes Anderson. He's going to score easily. Sneeman thinking about two, and now it goes back to first base. So Daniel Sneeman with a big one-out RBI single has tied this one up at 2-2. Yeah, fantastic at-bat right there. Got a fastball elevated in a way, and he just took it right where he was supposed to, line drive. I thought it might actually sneak by the left fielder. He did a great job of cutting that off, or else that would have been a double. It's nice to see Sneeman swinging, Absolutely. good swing against the left-hander. Absolutely. Because he has struggled with that at times throughout his career. But, boy, nice job going the opposite way, taking a pitch on the out. Outside part of the plate and driving in his uh, 15th uh, RBI of the year. And now Brock Hale will come up. Hale struck out 
his first time up after hitting a long home run foul. And then he struck out on the next pitch, and the first pitch, curveball over for a call, strike one to Brock. Sneeman, good speed at first base. And Blattner taking some time. Now the pitch, and Hale hammers this one down the left field line. That is a fair ball off the wall, or a foul ball off the wall, about 10 feet foul. I'll tell you, Brock Hill has put a couple of balls. Yeah. Just smashed a couple of balls here tonight. They've both been foul. 0-2 on Hale. That's a double and a home run. His last two at-bats that he smashed just foul. And then he gets in the same situation here where, hey, Blattner's going to want to go with that off-speed yeah. pitch running away here and see if he can get Brock to chase like he did his first at-bat. No balls, two strikes. Pitch to Hale is up high. Blattner now with uh, 49 pitches in the third inning, so running his pitch count up a little bit. The all uh, turf mound and home plate area is uh, was a little problematic for that Utah pitcher. Can't remember his name. The big reliever that yeah he didn't like doing it. a little slide step and he kept getting his uh, his cleats stuck in the mound. Happened a couple times. Almost went head over heels. As Hale down the right field line, right fielder, long run. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. So two men are out, and that will bring up uh, Kringlin. Yeah, the great thing about the the home plate being turf in the mound is with all that rain we got earlier today, it would have really, really struggled. And that, that if you had dirt there, you, you might have this game rained out. Well, there's no way we would have started this no. game on time. I mean, they would have had to have the tarp on. Absolutely. Delayed it probably 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. As Kringlin, who singled his first time, steps in. Keaton batting from the right side. Throw to first base and uh, Schneeman back in. Schneeman, I think, wanted to get a look at that uh, move by Blattner. I don't think Blattner's very quick to the, to the plate. Coach Littlewood recognized that, and Anderson pick up a stolen base early in the inning. We'll see if Schneeman might go here with uh, two men out. Pitch is up high for ball one. Keaton Kringlin, the uh, junior Cedar City High or uh, Cedar City product. I better not say Cedar City yeah, High. Yeah, he'll be upset about that. Cor- uh, Canyon, Canyon View High View, School. Yeah. Well, pitch that ball gets away from the catcher and Kringlin or uh, Schneeman moves up a base. So good job by Schneeman. Ball just popped away from the catcher by three, four feet, but uh, Schneeman heads up, able to advance to second base. Two and zero, the count on Kringlin. I think they're going to do kind of a smart pitch around Kringlin here with the lefty Favero on deck. Just because this is the guy, you just don't want him to beat you with first base open right here. 2-0 the count. Here's the pitch to Keaton. That's way outside ball three. Someone's finally down in the Gonzaga pen, just kind of getting their body loose. Has a jacket on, so you can't tell who it is. Three balls, no strikes to Kringlin. Cougars have scored one in the inning to tie it up. 
And here is uh, Blattner at the belt. Here's the pitch over the inside corner for call strike one. So three balls and a strike to Kringlin. He has a seven RBIs on the year. Which is a shocker. It really is. Yeah. You'd think he'd be up in amongst the team leaders. Has been swinging a lot better. He has. And the pitch. Keaton hammers one deep left foul. That ball left the ballpark also. Yeah, just got just out. Just missed a car yeah. out there. Yeah, it did. Landed on the road. And couldn't have missed a car by more than three or four feet that was actually traveling, moving. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he was driving five miles an hour faster than it hit him. <laughs> three balls, two strikes, the count to Kringlin. Blattner doesn't seem to be pitching around him, which is a little bit of a surprise. And Makdoff, I'll guarantee, knows a lot about Kringlin. Has seen him over the yeah, last three years. Seen him an absolute ton. In 3-2. Blattner's pitch. Kringlin pops it up. Center fielder going over. Right fielder coming across. Center fielder calling everybody off. He'll make the catch for the out. And that will do it for the Cougars. They got uh, one run. They got that one run on two hits. No errors. One man left. We're through three complete. 2-2. Gonzaga and BYU. On your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Back here in Provo, started to rain a little again here at Larry Miller Field as we go to the fourth inning. 2-2 the score. Nick Nyquist will step in. He struck out his first time up. Brent Norton along with uh, Tuckett Slade here. Game one of this uh, three-game West Coast Conference Series. And the first pitch is a swing and a miss for strike one. Nyquist, Fredrickson, and Pinarini are the scheduled hitters. And here is Jordan Woods, 0-1. Fastball over for call, strike two. What does look good? He has. I mean, yeah, absolutely. He, the air and the hit batter in the first inning. Um, but other than that, he's looked sharp, throwing all his pitches for strikes. He's been definitely the number one ace this year, that's for sure. Pitch to Nyquist just off the plate. Coach Littlewood, and, and you've mentioned in the past, it's just nice to see a kid you know, take that number roll and, and uh, roll with it and yeah. be proud of it and get out there and take the ball and throw hard. Here's the 1-2 to Nyquist. Swing and strikes out for the second time in the ballgame. One man out. And that's where it's nice to see the 0-2 and the 1-2. Earlier in the year, Wood made a couple mistakes. He had made that one against Auburn where he had the kid 0-2 and gives it a three-run home run where he hangs a breaking ball. Tonight, those 0-2-1-2s have been sharp. He's been missing, making them swing and miss. Been fantastic so far with that stuff. That'll bring Daniel Fredrickson to the mound. He tries to bunt, fouls it at the plate. And uh, he'll come back to the plate. No balls and a strike. Austin Penarini is on deck. This Gonzaga team, 277 batting average up and down the lineup. 
There's a ball field foul up and over near the uh, Cougar bullpen area. The Marucci bats that the, the Zags swing, they look like they're wood. You know, you look at them, yep. it looks like a wood bat. It's so strange. But yeah, they, then, have a, they have a black handle about, what, a third of the way up, yeah. and, then, and then white from there on, and it does look like a wood bat. And then all of a sudden, up high, ball one. All of a sudden, you foul it away, and you can hear the tink. It's like, oh, it is, it is metal. Cougars have got the highlighter yellow bats, the Rollins bats, and light the dugout up. Yes, need they, a light yes, in there. yes, they do. Here's the one-two. Ball hit hard at Sue. He's got it. He'll shovel the ball to the pitcher, Jordan Wood, for out number two. That will bring Austin Penarini to the plate. He popped up to Schneeman at short his first time up there. And that was an interesting pop-up. Like popped up towards center, and the wind blew it all the way back towards, like you said, third base. Wind has picked up again a little bit here yeah. as we start the fourth, and I think that's what's bringing the rain back in. Uh, not raining hard, just a gentle little sprinkle at the ballpark. And the first pitch to Pinarini is uh, down low, ball one. 2-2 the score, both teams with three base hits as we play the top of the fourth inning. There's a pitch that's up a little bit, 2-0. They do finally have a right-hander throwing in the pen. Looks like number 37, that's uh, Alec Jacob. He is a freshman out of a North Central High School there in Spokane. 2-0 pitch, that's over for a strike. Well, the Cougars have really extended the uh, starter. Uh, Justin Blattner has gotten his pitch count up, and he has struggled with his command here today. 2-1 pitch. Ball lined into right center field. That might be in for extra bases. Brock Hale over, picks it up, and uh, gets it in, but not before Pinarini doubles with two men out. Yeah, good swing. Got into a hitter's count, 2-1. Got a fastball down the middle at 91 and put a real good swing on it. Brock did a great job of cutting that off because that gets the wall. That's a triple. We talked about Pinarini uh, was... Uh, didn't know for sure who was going to start a catcher, but you could see him a little bit gimpy going into yeah. the bag there and even now kind of bending over. So it must be some kind of, it looks like a leg injury or yeah. something of some sort. Looks like it. Brashear steps in. He is a left-handed hitter in the number nine slot, and he fouls the first pitch off for strike one. Bashir's uh, grounded out to Sue his first time up. 224 hitter on the year. Throw back to second base and uh, back in safely is uh, Pinarini. Bashir's uh, started in every game for uh, Gonzaga. 58 at bats, 13 hits, two doubles, two RBIs. Uh, struck out 10 times this year. There's a ball hit right at Schneeman. Daniels got it. He'll throw to first for the out, and the Zags are retired here in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through three and a half, 2-2. Two, two. Gonzaga and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Go to the bottom of the fourth, 2-2. Gonzaga and BYU from Larry Miller Field here in Provo. Game one of a three-game set. Game two tomorrow night at 6 and game three Saturday afternoon at 1. Favero, Dean, and Clausen up for the Cougars as we play the bottom of the fourth in a rainy evening here in Provo. Kind of off and on rain since the game has started. As Favero steps in, he walked his first time up in the first pitch way outside, ball one. Alex Jacob down in the pen. He has started five games this year for Gonzaga. He's been uh, down warming up. Blattner's pitch, that is over for the outside corner for a call strike. It's interesting. Blattner doesn't seem to be very comfortable throwing against left-handers. He misses really wide with against lefties. Pitch to Favero is fouled off. A ball and two strikes. Which is if there's one thing you can do and need to do as a left-handed pitcher is be good against left-handed hitters. And that can let you succeed in this game for a long time. Cougar third baseman steps back in, takes the pitch outside. These two teams, you know, I was talking to Coach a little bit before the game. It's They've really kind of developed a bit of a rivalry. Absolutely. Gonzaga had won the previous five games before the Cougars swept them in the, in the games that really mattered last year in the conference tournament. Ground ball right at the second baseman. He'll love it and throw Favero out for out number one. And uh, two teams that have always been at the top of the conference in baseball. And and uh, pretty healthy rivalry going. Yeah, it's fun. Two teams that really play hard and a lot of respect for one another and have some great baseball games. Kyle Dean steps in. Dean had a sacrifice bunt his first time up. First pitch to Dean, a swing and a miss at a curveball for strike one. Mark uh, Maktoff uh, loves coaching from the far end of the dugout. He's done that ever since I've been doing games and we've been playing Gonzaga. He goes all the way down to the, almost even with the first base bag where most guys like to get right up close to yeah, home plate so that home plate umpire can hear him. Yeah. 0-2 the count now on Dean as he swings and misses at another curveball. Lawson is on deck. Blattner gets out there and it looks like he almost falls asleep on top of the mound as he's looking in. Now we've got a, a timeout as the, uh, they're going to move Lawson. Well, they, they had a bat sitting outside the dugout. They'll get that back retrieved. Thing was noticed by the first base umpire all the way over the third base dugout. Those lame green yellow bats. Dean swings and misses, pitch out of the zone. Two out, and David Clausen, who walked his first time to the plate, will come up. Clausen, a 3.23 average as he steps in. Out of a bit of a base running blunder there back in the second inning to run the Cougars a little bit out of that inning. Who knows what would have happened with Anderson coming to the plate. And the pitch is outside, ball one. Just seems like it's the little things like that throughout the year that have been costly. 
Sometimes you can get away with that. Yeah. But uh, most of the time will come back and bite you. That pitch is outside, ball two. Cougars, uh, you know, weren't sharp executing, weren't sharp defensively uh, last weekend. And, boy, LMU really made them pay. Yes, they did. Yes, they uh, did everything just about right. That ball's hit hard. Second baseman goes out. Backhand, one hop, picks it up, throws him out. Great play out there by Brashears, the second baseman. That'll do it for the Cougars. They're retired in order. We're through four. 2-2 Gonzaga and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, BYU baseball fans, you are listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Brent Norton. Go Cougs. Come back as we go to the fifth inning, 2-2. Brent Norton and uh, Tuckett Slade here. Mike Side bringing you BYU baseball from Larry Miller Field here in Provo. This series will end the 11-game home stand for the Cougars. They'll head to UVU on Tuesday before heading out to uh, Malibu and taking on Pepperdine next weekend in uh, California. Yeah, it's been nice to be home, but it'll be uh, kind of excited to get to Malibu and actually get to some decent weather, hopefully. <laughs> Ernie Ake will step in. He is 0 for 2. He is uh, grounded out and struck out looking in the ball game and shows bunt, pulls the bat back, and that pitches outside for a ball. Yake uh, hitting 293 as he steps to the plate. 82 at-bats, 24 hits, three doubles. Pitches inside, ball two. Top of the order, Yake, Truby, and Veith. And here's Jordan Woods' 2-0 pitch, and that's a little bit low for ball three. Got to get back in this count. No one let this guy on base with the good hitters behind him. Three balls and no strikes. Yake, the left-handed hitter, steps back in. That pitch is over for a strike. Daniel Bees will go tomorrow for Gonzaga, and Hayden Rogers, the lefty, will go for BYU. Bees, uh, a uh, pretty good prospect for Gonzaga. That pitch inside gets away from Clawson, and Yake will go down to uh, first base on the base on balls. And that will bring up a Branson Truby. Truby has scored both, both runs for Gonzaga. He was on by way of an error in the first on an error and throw by Favero. Then he doubled and scored in the third inning. Yeah, he's leading their team in... Uh... Slugging percentage and average, average, home runs, yeah, RBIs, yeah. everything. He's their guy. You wouldn't think a bunt here, but uh, who knows. Popped up, playable for Perns in center. Had a hard time coming up with it. Kind of that time of the night. Yeah. Kind of over guy, pretty gray. Lights really haven't taken full effect, and Perns didn't see that ball for the first couple of seconds it was yeah. in the air. Well, I was just like, uh, where are you going? you got to move in. And then, <laughs> then there he went. That's kind of what happened in the LMU game when McIntyre misplayed that one fly ball that cost us a five-run inning. Yep. Yeah. One man out, and Jake Feith steps in. He's been hit by a pitch and has grounded out. Jordan Wood throws the first, and the runner back in safely. Jake, the runner at first, uh, 
has only attempted one steal this year. Still has yet to pick up his first stolen base. And the pitch is up a little bit high. Ball one, one and oh. Mike Littlewood in his sixth year for the Cougars, 158 wins, 115 losses as he enters tonight's game. There's the 1-0 pitch. That's outside ball two. One thing V does really well is he has a great eye. Doesn't swing too many pitches out of the zone unless he gets a little over aggressive on a changeup. He really is selective on what he swings at. Wood, here's the 2-0 pitch. Up high, ball three. Now uh, Lawson's going to go out and have a little chat with his right-hander. Cougars have eight married players on the team currently right now, four recently returned missionaries and 16 total returned missionaries on the team. Six uh, scholarship kids currently serving missions for the Cougars. Got a ton of good talent coming back this summer that had big roles as freshmen. 3 and 0 the count. Pitch to Veith is over for a strike. Well, when you look at the makeup of this team, several, t- uh, you know, seniors, Anderson, uh, Brock Hale, you know, you never know what's going to happen with Schneeman, with Kringlin. So you've really, and you know, and, and even uh, Clawson is draft eligible. So, yeah. boy, you're going to. You're probably going to have some uh, holes to fill. Ball hit up the middle. Anderson over. He loves it. He'll throw the first runner. Was moving. Yeah, it's a great thing he was, or else that was a Taylor made yeah. double play to get out of the inning. Two men out. As Veith grounds out again to Anderson. And that will bring Gunnar Schubert. Schubert uh, single in a run in the first. Grounded out to Schneeman in the third. He has both RBIs in the game. So Schubert now with uh, 11 RBIs, the senior out of uh, Auburn, Washington. He was about a 280 hitter last year, so he's really offensively turned it around this year, doing fantastic for him. He was a nine-hole last year to four-hole this year. So Here's the first pitch to Schubert. That is over for a strike. We're in the top of the fifth, 2-2 the score, BYU. And Gonzaga, first game of a uh, three-game set here in Provo. Gonzaga will go to Pepperdine. We'll go to Pepperdine next week. Uh, Gonzaga will go down to uh, St. Mary's for a three-game series. Here's the pitch, and that's up high for a ball. Gonzaga did not play a, a midweek game this week. They do not next week either. The following week, they actually have a couple of midweek games. One again at Stanford, one at Washington State. Hmm, interesting. Do they have a buy, do they have a buy that weekend? No, before hmm. uh, going up to Portland in wow. the sixth, seventh, and eighth. Here's the one-one pitch from Jordan Wood. Ball fouled out of play, and of course the Cougars midweek game this week against Utah. Yeah. Uh, next week against UVU, and again, you know, when you look at the schedule of. Uh, Gonzaga it probably has something to do with they're figuring BYU and St. Mary's two of their biggest challengers in the conference, so they don't want yeah. to use up any pitching during smart. the week. Yeah, it's smart. 
and, and we're playing rivalry games in, on the midweek. So we just don't have enough dates with good weather in Utah to get those games in, so you're kind of forced to play those when you can. One ball and two strikes the count. Two men out. Good pitch. Foul tip back into Clawson's glove. And Good job, Woody. Schubert strikes out. No runs, hits, or errors. One man left. We're through four and a half. 2-2, BYU and Gonzaga on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jace Vandebrake will uh, or check that. Uh, Jared Perns will step in for the Cougars. Perns. Uh, 9-1-2 and two for BYU, Perns, Anderson, and Sue. As we play the bottom of the fifth, 2-2 uh, the score, BYU and Gonzaga. And here's the first pitch to uh, Brennan Anderson. That's down low. And, you know, and the, another thing that kind of makes it tough for the Cougars, uh, those Tuesday games, is, is BYU playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah, of course. Yeah, it, it definitely does. We're Friday, Saturday, Sunday for most of these teams. And uh, so that puts a little more pressure on the staff. That's why really Tuesday's does. kind of turned into a staff day for BYU. Base hit. Sue rockets one right over the pitcher's shoulder. Wow, Perns really got a hold of that one. Ball was hit hard. So Perns uh, now one for two with an RBI at first base. Top of the order, Brendan Anderson. But you hear people, be hitting. You hear people complaining all the time about how they hate playing us on Thursday in conference play. It's unfair because then they're a day less rest for their starter that just threw on Sunday, now it's throwing Saturday and vice versa. But yeah, hey, we're, like you said, we're playing a Tuesday game, a, you know, two days before we're playing, so our whole bullpen has to be thrown, and it really can tax you towards a long series. Anderson steps in. First pitch is on the outside corner for a strike. I mean, we had to throw our closer two innings to win that game Tuesday. On, on Tuesday, right. and he may or may not be available tonight because of that. Or if he is, probably doesn't have his best stuff maybe. No balls and a strike. And the pitch to Anderson's inside. And, you know, you've only got so many days to play the 56 or 58 yeah, exactly. games that you're allowed to play. And uh, they've shortened the season so much that it makes it very, very difficult for a team like BYU that only has another Division I program within three or 400 miles of it. Uh, UNLV, uh, I've always thought it would be optimal to try to to get them on the schedule, but for whatever reason, we're just not unable to do that. We've tried. It just has never worked out with the dates. And we are excited that Boise is going to be getting baseball in in 2020 because we already have that contract with them. So... So we'll be playing Boise State on a home-and-home on on a Tuesday series, which would be nice to play something a little different. Of course, the Cougars taking advantage of some of the Pac-12 schools coming to Salt Lake. We've had Oregon. We've had uh, Arizona here. And this year, the Cougars on the road on Tuesdays to play Stanford, Cal, and Arizona, and I know I know Arizona's talked about coming back yeah. and yeah, so we're going to actually again, so. we return the favor. We're playing Arizona at Arizona this year, so then they'll come back next year. Is what they're saying. So, and uh, the Arizona game was on a Monday, which is even better for BYU. Yeah. Pitches over for a strike. Well, and perfect for them because they'll go. Arizona went Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then just the one more game on Monday, and then head out of there. That's four four games in a row for them, which isn't easy, but good for us. One ball, two strikes to Anderson with Perns at first base. Here's the pitch. That's up high, two and two. But we do have some fun midweek games when we go to the Bay Area. We're able to pick up Cal this year when we're there, and they're a top 
20 RPI team, and then we pick up Stanford, who's a top three RPI team right now. So those will be some big games for us late in the year, midweek. Two balls, two strikes. Throw to first, turns back in safely. Game two tomorrow at 6 o'clock here. We'll have all the, pretty much all the remaining games here on BYU Radio on ESPN 960. 2-2 two, two pitch inside, ball three. Now over 70 pitches, uh, Blattner, as we play the bottom of the fifth. We've got two guys going now in the pen. Jacob's still going. Now they got a lefty down there as well. 37, Alec Jacob. And freshman right out of high school. 3-2 pitcher undergoing, and Anderson loops one foul down the uh, left field line out of play. Believe it or not, the sun. We're actually getting a sunset here in Provo. First time yeah. we've seen the sun in a couple of days. Kind of a cool up on the mountain, yeah. up on the Y. The Y is lit right now with that sun. <laughs> <laughs> Again, three and two Perns was going on the last pitch. And here is Blattner's pitch. Doesn't go on that one. And Anderson hammers one. Left field, left fielder going over. He's not going to get there, and it's going to get past him. Perns is going to score from first base. And Anderson with a double, and the Cougars lead 3-2. to two. Yeah, fantastic swing there by Brennan. Got a 3-2 fastball and hit it hard. Perns made a good read, got all the way to second. It looked like the left fielder had a shot to cut that off, but took a tough angle, and it got to the wall. And once it got to the wall, Perns is going to score easy. Yeah, I agree. A little bit of a bad angle out there by Vanderbreek. Thought he could cut it off. And boy, when that got past him, there's no doubt about the Perns being able to score from first base. And Sue steps in. Nobody out here in the fifth. Cougars now about hit Gonzaga 5-4. Well, that's our first lead in conference this year. Yeah, just took three and a half games. Just took three and a half. (laughs) Let's, Let's keep adding to it. A lot of baseball, a lot of games left. The catcher out to Pinarini, and now Maktoff coming out, and I think that might be it for Blattner as Calvin LeBrun is throwing as as well as Alec Jacob. And here comes the the change. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougars have scored one here in the fifth on... A couple of base hits. Nobody out. Brian Sue steps in. And Alex Jacob, the right-hander, freshman, on the hill now for the Bulldogs of Gonzaga. First pitch. Sue pushes one down the line. That is a foul ball just by about a foot. Sue just trying to move that runner up. Yeah, I like that idea. You know, if he actually would have bunted that to second base, it would have got a hit because the second baseman was playing way up the middle on him. He actually tried to bunt that down the line, which would have got the job done. But, hey, if he a right bunt here could actually still a hit. Alex Jacob on the year. One win, two losses, 5.08 earned run average. He's thrown 28 innings, has 31 strikeouts. Opponents are only hitting 214 off Jacob, and there's a bunt foul down the third baseline this time. So Coach Littlewood playing a little small ball here, trying to move that runner to third base. The one thing you know about coaches, he'll never call a two-strike bunt. 
So you know that Sue's on his own here to try to find a way to get him over. Brian Sue is uh, 0 for 2 today. Ground out and a strikeout. And Sue hammers one to left. Left fielder coming in. He's going to get there and make the catch. Brian, tough, one of the toughest guys in the nation to strike out. Hit it hard, but uh, Vanderbreak able to run it down for out number one. And that will bring Sneeman to the plate. Daniel has walked and single in a run tonight. Cougars lead this one 3-2 to two as we are in the bottom of the uh, fifth inning. Daniel had a big-time RBI in the same exact situation his last time up. Pitch to Sneeman's outside, ball one. Jacob's, Jacob's the sidearm guy who's not going to blow it by you. He wants to throw sliders and change-ups and try to get you out in front and roll over and swing through it. This Gonzaga team, one of the top defensive teams in the nation. Uh, I think they're ranked in the top five. Pitches over for a strike. Cougars were also right there until last week, and they yeah. booted a few balls, and their uh, their average has now dropped to point uh, nine seven five. Where right now Gonzaga nine eighty five. Gonzaga's committed ten errors on the year, and the Cougars have committed eighteen errors. There's a base hit center field. Here comes the runner from third base, Anderson, second base, and he will score. And the Cougars lead this one four to two. Clutch, clutch, clutch at bat by Schneeman. Anderson, I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to score because he kind of had to freeze on that line drive to see if he was going to be caught. But uh, still good enough speed to, to score there. Yeah, it was behind Anderson. Kind of a tough angle for him to pick the ball up. I think he looked up at Coach Littlewood just in time and got the, yeah. got the go sign. and. He was able to score easily, and the Cougars have scored a two in the inning. And now Brock Hale comes up with one man out. Brock struck out in the first, flew out in the third. Brock uh, 0 for 2 tonight. He's put a charge into a couple of balls. One was well out of the ballpark, just foul. Yeah, I was just going to say he's hit two of the hardest balls of the night that shows nothing. The other one uh, fouled it off the, the wall in foul territory down the left field line. 0-1-1. Pitch to Hale is over for call. Strike two. Yeah, snuck that by Brock right there. He was sitting on a breaking ball, I think, and just took that fastball away. No balls, two strikes. Brock... uh, Average has dropped to 347 after the Oak for two so far. Pitch is outside for ball one. Cougars with three hits in the inning. Perns, Anderson, and Schneeman to score those two runs. Cougars now four runs on six base hits. Here's the one-two. Runner going. Ball Hale fouls that one up off his foot. Yeah, Schneeman had a great read there. He's had that base stolen, but Brock had to fight off the two-strike pitch and fouled off his leg. So a ball and two strikes still to uh, Brock Hale. With uh, Kringlin in the on-deck circle for the Cougars. 
Well, it has stopped raining again here over the last inning or so. Had heavy rain here early before the game. Uh, both teams took a batting practice. That ball's hit hard, third baseman. Yakes got it. He'll throw to second for one. The return to first in time for the double play. 5-4-3. Cougars with two runs on three hits. No errors and nobody left. We are through five complete now. 4-2 Cougars over the Zags on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Jace Vanderbreek will lead it off for Gonzaga. He'll be followed by Nick Nyquist and then Daniel Fredrickson. Cougars have taken a 4-2 lead after five innings. A couple of big RBIs by Anderson and a couple of RBIs by Schneeman. And the Cougars playing good baseball here tonight. This is where you really need your starting pitcher to go out and put up a zero right here and keep all that momentum that you just created. And a break, single in the first, lined out to left in the third inning. As he steps in here in the sixth. Here's Jordan Wood's first pitch over for a strike. 89 on the fastball. Wood has proven this year that he can keep that velocity up. Yeah. Jordan now at uh, 76 pitches on the evening. Ball hit right at Sneeman Big. Nice hop to Daniel. He'll throw him out. It just makes me happy anytime the ball's hit at Sneeman because you just know it's an out. You notice that I even say he's out before Sneeman hardly gets rid of the ball because he's so accurate with that arm. Yeah. (laughs) He's a special talent, and it's really fun to see him offensively start to get going like he has the last couple of games. One man out, and Nick Nyquist, who has struck out twice. He's been up there, hasn't been able to figure Wood out yet, and the first pitch is up high, ball one. Jordan Wood in five and a third has five strikeouts, one walk. He's just given up one earned run. The uh, run in the first inning was unearned on the uh, bad throw. There's a line drive left field base hit. So Nyquist singles to left. And we have got a, uh, I think, that is that Perns uh, is in left? It's actually McIntyre in left. McIntyre's left. Perns stayed in center. Okay, yeah, McIntyre's taken over in uh, left field for Kyle Dean. So a single by Nyquist, one out, and uh, Fredrickson steps in. He has struck out and grounded out to Sue at first base in the ball game. Fouled straight back. Rip Parkinson uh, beginning to throw a little bit in the bullpen. And, boy, what a job by Parkinson Tuesday night against Utah. He was dynamic out there three through three perfect innings and yeah. had him on the, the radio, a very well-spoken young man, bright kid, and uh, happy for his success. Absolutely. He was fantastic on Tuesday, and he actually had some really good innings against LMU this weekend as well. Starting to really show that he's a good guy you can trust in the, in the middle of the bullpen. No balls and a strike. Ball, fly ball. Should be playable left fielder coming in. Uh, McIntyre, he makes the play for an out. So two men retired here in the sixth, and that will bring up Austin Penarini. You know, I, I talked with uh, with Parkinson a little bit about, hey, you banged up a little bit. You go, yeah, I kind of hurt my arm, but you know what? I'm a senior. Yeah. Just pitch through it, not feeling any pain. 
I said, well, whatever's working is working. Just keep doing it. Absolutely. No, he uh, he's a fun kid to be around. Kind of a, a vocal leader, too, in the locker room. Yeah. So glad to see him having a little success. Two men out. As Pinarini steps in, first pitch over for a strike. Pinarini has uh, popped out and doubled in the ball game. Doesn't look like your normal catcher. You know, it's got him listed at 5'10", 185. I don't – he might be 5'10". I don't think he weighs 185. Yeah. Pop fly out of play. Got a short and quick bat, though. Yeah. That, that double he hit his last at bat, just really quick and, and smooth swing. He is out of Everett, Washington, a junior. You mentioned uh, hitting 217 as he came into the game with that double. He raised his average to 226. Turned out to be a very nice night here in Provo for a ball game. About 1,000 here in attendance. And a started out uh, wet, but uh, it's turned out to be a pretty nice evening. Yeah, supposedly we're supposed to be getting a gust in the 20 to 30 mile an hour winds later in the night, but it hasn't been too bad. I mean, it's windy, but it's not like so windy that you can't play a game or you're miserable. Hopefully we're done before that happens. Yeah. Here's the one-two. Fly ball, that might be trouble. That ball is going to be in the gap. And up against the wall, Gonzaga is going to score a run on the double. Two consecutive doubles by Pinarini. Four to three now the score. Yeah, just took the the outside pitch and drove it to the left center gap. Really good swing. Doesn't look like a 224 hitter. No, he, he doesn't. Swung the bat well. One of the windiest games or series I've ever done has been up in Spokane. Really? I'm not kidding. It was 50, 60 mile an hour winds the entire three games. And you talk about an impact on a game and, you know, balls that were hit defensively, how you played people. It was just unbelievable, the, the conditions and how it impacted those games. First pitch over for a strike. Yeah, it was just not fun. Not fun playing baseball in that. No balls and a strike to Brashears. He is uh, 0 for 2. A pair of ground outs in the ball game. And here is Jordan Woods' pitch. Popped up foul, out of play. Jordan needs to execute right here. Can't uh, let that run at second score. Cougars with uh, Parkinson now has taken off the warm-up jacket and really starting to heat it up. As Jordan Wood looking to get out of the inning, here's the 0-2 pitch. Checked his swing, said he did not go. Peeled down to the third base umpire. Nice job there by Tlaassen to, to knock that ball down. Yeah, last weekend those balls were getting behind yeah. him and they were moving up and and scoring because of it. Really good work there by Clawson so far this game. One and two. Here's Wood's pitch. Just a little bit outside. Again, a check swing. He did not go. And the count now, two balls and two strikes. Third base umpire Tyler Ferguson out there. Hasn't had to make too many calls tonight. And here's the 2-2. Two, two. 
pop fly down the third baseline. That ball will uh, fall out of play. Both Favero and uh, Schneeman gave it a look. You got him where you can really go to any pitch you want here. Slider, change, fastball. Go to your best pitch right here. Ernie Yake is on deck. He is the third baseman and the leadoff hitter. And here's Jordan's 2-2 pitch. Off the plate, ball three. Three balls and two strikes. And that will bring Bashir's back up. 3-2 pitch, fouled off. Both teams with six hits in the ball game. Yeah, good baseball game going on. Clutch hitting on both sides, and pitchers making pitches when needed at times as well. Three balls and two strikes again. Brashear steps in. And here is uh, Wood's pitch. Down low, gets away from Clausen. Runner will advance to third base. So runners at the corners for Gonzaga. And that will bring to the plate uh, the leadoff hitter for the Bulldogs. Yeah, fastball right there that Clawson just tried to pick it off the ground instead of block it. Yake will step in. He is 0 for 2. He walked his last time up. Cougars with the lefty uh, have uh, lefty down in the pen. They're going to stay with Wood here. Third baseman uh, Favero about even with the bag. And the first pitch is over for a strike. The interesting thing about this weekend, when you look at split stats, Gonzaga's lefties bat like 120 points higher against lefties than they do against righties, which is interesting. really the opposite yeah. of normal hitting. No balls in a strike. Here's Woods' pitch. Ball lit, lined into left field. That's in for a base hit. That'll tie the ball game up. McIntyre gets the ball back in, but not before a double by Yake. He drives in Pinarini. Bashiris moves to third base. And Ernie Ake with his first hit of the night, a double. Drives in a run, his 11th of the year. And Mike Littlewood out of the dugout. As, uh, boy, Gonzaga bouncing right back with two of their own here. As you'd mentioned, they were just unable to shut them down here, keep the momentum. Yeah, it's frustrating. You know, you get a two-run lead there, and you're going to come back and put a zero up, and they've done all this damage with two outs. Big time hitting by him. They're going to stay with Wood here. As Coach Littlewood back to the dugout. And that will bring uh, Bronson, uh, Branson Truby, right-handed hitter, 
leads the uh, Bulldogs in just about every offensive category. He scored twice today. He's got one hit. That was a double in the third inning. Yeah, this is not the guy you want to face right here. This is a big-time matchup for Wood. Jordan now 95 pitches on the night, and the first pitch to Truby is a slider over for a strike. No balls. One strike, Truby, senior out of Meridian, Idaho. Pitch is over for a call, strike two. What good pitch right there, just caught the black in the outside corner. Back-to-back sliders there. Wood working hard. Game's all tied up at 4-4. Probably his last batter of the game. You would think so with that pitch count. And here's the 0-2. Outside for ball one. Good job by Clausen on that one. Catchers struggle sometimes when pitchers spike fastballs. They're not used to that being in the dirt, and so you see catchers sometimes get lazy on fastballs. Usually when you call a curveball, you know it's going to be close to dirt, so you're expecting it in the dirt. 1-2. That's outside. Two balls and two strikes. Gonzaga, two wins and a loss in the conference as they uh, beat Pepperdine up there in Spokane last weekend. As a 2-2 count, Truby steps back to the plate. Here's the pitch. Ball hit out towards Schneeman. He backhands, long throw to first, in time for the out. Great play by Schneeman. And... Gonzaga is retired in the inning. Two runs, three hits, no errors. Two big runners left. We're through five and a half. 4-4 Gonzaga and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Keith Kringlin will lead it off. We're going to take a 10-second station ID. All right, back here as Keaton Kringler will lead it off. We're all tied up 4-4 as we go to the bottom of the six. And, boy, what a game. One team gets ahead, the other team answers. And, uh, boy, that's just the way back and forth this game has been. Two of the top teams in the conference as uh, Kringlin will step in. Keaton uh, one for two on the day, single in the second. Flew out to center field in the third inning. And the first pitch to Kringlin is fouled down the third baseline. Keaton Kringlin, the all-conference for performer for BYU, has been battling the hamstring for the last couple of weeks for BYU. Got him in the DH roll. Yake uh, makes a great play at third, and the throw's a little bit high, but in time. I'll tell you, Yake, so smooth down there. Yeah, that's a good player. He's a real good player. Took a single away from uh, Kringlin. One man out. That'll bring up uh, Nate Favero. Favero has walked and grounded out. Mitch McIntyre is in the on-deck circle for the Cougars. First pitch is inside ball one, I think, with the righty starting. 
or the lefty starting. Kyle Dean got the start in left when they brought the righty in, and McIntyre is put into the ball game. Yeah. Averro hits the ball pretty well. Right fielder going back just short of the track, makes the catch for the out. Two men down, and that will bring up McIntyre. McIntyre, the uh, freshman out of uh, Stansbury High out in Tooele. Parkinson is still throwing, and Drew Zimmerman also up. I would think it would be Parkinson since he's been up the longest. We'll see if Wood stays into the ballgame. Pretty close to that 100-pitch count. And yeah, the pitch to McIntyre is over for a strike. I think Veith's leading off, so they might go that lefty, left-on-left matchup. Alex Jacob, the uh, right-hander for Gonzaga. He's thrown an inning and two-thirds. given up just one hit, no runs. McIntyre's first plate appearance of the evening. Pitches outside for ball two. McIntyre hitting 264 on the year. He's had 14 starts, 53 at-bats, 14 hits. Does have a home run to his credit. That was down at Cal Northridge. McIntyre swings and misses two and two. Healthy swing right there. Here's the 2-2 pitch. McIntyre pops it up. Playable second baseman, Brashears, is there, and he'll make the catch, and the Cougars retired in order here in the sixth inning. We are through six, 4-4, Gonzaga and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, sports fans, this is Jordan Wood, pitcher for the BYU baseball team, and you're listening in to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here in Provo as the score is 4-4, BYU and Gonzaga as we go to the top of the seventh inning. Good baseball game here. Gonzaga seven hits, Cougars six hits. And Jake Veith will lead it off. He has been hit by a pitch, and he's grounded out twice to Brennan Anderson. And Jordan will still on the hill. Jordan, that is his 101st pitch of the night. That's still 89-90. Here's the 1-0 to Veith. Ball hit well. Pern's going back in center. He's got a track on it and makes the catch for the out. Ball hit hard by Veith. And Gunnar Schubert will come to the plate. You know, first game of the series, you got your horse out there uh, that can be extended a little bit. And, uh, boy, you want to save as much bullpen as you can. And, you know, gave up a couple of runs in the last inning, but uh, he's had a good outing. He really has. I mean, he's made a couple of mistakes, but other than that, he's been fantastic. Schubert steps in. First pitch over for a strike. Point he's maintaining that velocity, 90 yeah. miles an hour right there on that uh, fastball after 100, over 100 pitches. Here's the 0-1. Jordan out of uh, Friendswood, Texas, playing his uh, junior year for the Cougars. Has battled a few injuries. He has, uh, yeah throughout his career, but has been the number one guy for the Cougars uh, in this entire season. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Fly ball again. Perns going back a couple of steps. He's there. I just and noticed. makes the catch. I just noticed right before that pitch, Perns moved 10 feet that way. He was in the other gap. 
So it was a good thing uh, he did where he got where he went to. That'll bring uh, Jace Vanderbreek to the plate. Vanderbreek, uh, single in the first, lined out in the third to the left fielder and grounded out to Schneeman in the sixth. And here's Jordan Wood's first pitch. That's up high, ball one. Two men out with uh, the number five hitter in the order of Vanderbreek stepping in, and he lines one foul down the third baseline. I thought that might actually stay fair the way that left the bat. Ball and a strike to Vanderbreek. Parkinson still up now. Sudrath has gotten up for the Cougars. Pitches over for a strike. One and two. Must be the strikeout in Enos. Must be, yeah. Strikeout of Gonzaga player. I think everybody in the section gets a t shirt or something. They make a lot of noise. Here's the one, two. Swinging strike three, and that will do it. Great inning. As the Bulldogs are retired in order here in the seventh. We're through six and a half, four, four, Bulldogs and Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. David Clausen, Jarrett Perns, and Brennan Anderson do up for the Cougars as we go to the bottom of the seventh here in Provo. 4-4 the score, Gonzaga and BYU in the first game of this West Coast Conference uh, series. Really, it's not a must win for BYU, but I'll tell you, they've got to win some games. Definitely. Get themselves back in this. You knew coming into the season when you looked at the schedule – you got LMU and Gonzaga at home right out of the chute. Two of the top teams in the conference, and you knew you had to kind of take care of business right there. First pitch to Clawson outside, ball one. Yeah, and after last week, you just have a higher hill to climb. Yeah, Cougars did not take care of business last weekend, so trying to reverse that trend here today. And Clawson, fly ball, left fielder Vanderbreek is there, and he will make the catch for out number one. That'll bring up uh, Jarrett Perns. Perns uh, has a sacrifice fly for an RBI. And a single in the ball game. One for one on the day. Pitches over for a strike. The starter, Justin Blattner, went four innings, give up five hits, four runs. Alec Jacob uh, in two innings is not giving up a couple of base hits, but no runs as uh, Perns fouls that one over above the Gonzaga dugout. 0-2 the count. Jordan Woods gone the distance for the Cougars. Has thrown seven innings, given up seven hits, four runs, three of those earned. Six strikeouts. Has thrown now 109 pitches in this outing. And Perns fouls another pitch off. That's a 63-mile-an-hour curveball right there. That's tough to sit back on. No balls, two strikes to the Cougar center fielder, Perns. Two-pitch ball hit out toward the shortstop. 
Gunner's got it, and he'll throw him out. So the Cougars, five straight retired here by Alex Jacob. And that will bring to the plate top of the order, Brennan Anderson. Cougars with uh, one in the second, one in the third, two in the fourth, or in the fifth. That's been their four runs. Uh, Gonzaga with one in the first, one in the third, and two in the sixth inning. Pitches outside, ball one. Brennan's definitely seen the ball better tonight. He's had some really good swings. Even the one out that he got on, he hammered it to left, and the left fielder made a great play. Two for three today. He's raised his average uh, by uh, 17 points in the ball game. And Anderson takes that one just off the plate, 2-0. and oh. Anderson uh, steps back in, 2-0 pitch. That's out. Oh, that's on the outside corner for a strike. That looked a little farther out yeah, than, the, than the last pitch. I think a little make up there. Two and one. Pitch is outside, ball three. And, uh, you know, uh, Jacob, kind of that slinger yeah. from three-quarter, big, lanky right-hander. Got a lot of movement on his ball and likes to really fool you. Here's the 3-1. Anderson takes that one outside, ball four. So a two-out walk will bring Sue to the plate. Kevin LeBrun is uh, throwing in the pen for Gonzaga. Yeah, we faced him a couple times last year, and he's a soft lefty with a really, really good changeup. He uh, was really good against us at their place, but we got to him a little bit in the conference tournament last year. Two men out. Sue stepping in, bottom of the seventh in the game, uh, all tied 4-4. And Sue hits one over into the Cougar dugout and out of the dugout. It's about the time in the game where Sue will have one of those clutch doubles. He's sneaky that way. Playing really deep in right field to Fredrickson, way back there. Yeah, they really are. Also in left. Brian steps back in, but uh, a throw to first base, trying to keep Anderson close. Brennan Anderson, a good ball game. He's a two for three, a couple of hits, an RBI, a stolen base. Really nice to see him getting on track and going. Pitch to Sue is outside, ball two. Close to a buck right there. He almost didn't pause. Brian Sue, the junior out of San Ramon, California. Steps back in. Another throw to first. And the base runner, Anderson, back in safely. Jordan Wood, outstanding outing today for the Cougars. Pitches outside for a ball. Yeah, Jacob had been kind of doing whatever he wanted for his first two innings, and then all of a sudden these last two batters can't quite find the zone. Two balls and a strike. Sue rockets this one foul again down the third base side. 
Third baseman's really hovering the line, doesn't want anything to get down that line. Yeah, late in the game, a lot of times you'll see the first yep. and third guy on the line to prevent those doubles getting into the corners. Anderson, good lead at first base. Throw to first, and Anderson uh, back in safely. Wouldn't be surprised to maybe see Anderson running here with the kind of lead he's got. Yeah, and it's kind of a off-speed count here. Pick the right pitch and take off. Got a good shot to steal it. Another throw to first, and again, Anderson diving back in head first safely. Spokane, or Gonzaga was founded in 1887 in Spokane. 7,500 in enrollment up there. Patterson Baseball Complex is where they play their baseball. Sue rockets one down the left field line. Left fielder coming over. This ball is out of here. Wow. Brian Sue, a two-run home run. Wow. Almost scraped the top of the fence right at the 347 mark over that 14-foot wall. And the Cougars lead 6-4. to four. Clutch at bat right there. A two-out at bat by Brian Sue. Yeah, I didn't think that ball was going to stay fair off the bat. It's the way everything's been hooking today, but not a ton of wind right there. And he hooked it down the line right right out of here. Great job, Brian Sue. Sue's third home run of the year. Yeah, hanging breaking ball right down the middle. Sue jumped on it and got it out of here. A new configuration here with those uh, that big 14-foot wall all the way over to the left center field alley, then 12 foot from left center to right center, and then 10 foot from right center over to the right field line, and that ball uh, jumped out of here in a hurry. Yeah, big time swing, Brian Sue. Schneeman now steps in. Daniel two for two today. Pitches on the outside corner for a strike. Like I told you, Sue's sneaky that way. When you're not expecting it is when he does some things you just are like, wow. Here's the 1-1 pitch. That ball lined right at Veith, the first baseman, who will snag it for the out. And the Cougars are retired, but they got two runs on the Sioux, two-run home run on two on one base hit. No errors, nobody left. We're through seven complete now. Cougars six and Gonzaga four on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Gonzaga will come up here in the eighth inning. Down six to four. And Jordan Wood, 109 pitches. They run him back out there here in the eighth. Nick Nyquist, Daniel Fredrickson, and Austin Pinarini will be the three hitters scheduled. Well, Brian Sue, how about that big two-run shot yeah, right there? Big time shot by Brian Sue. Got it out of here. You know, that's probably the only place in the ballpark you hit a home run right now with that wind Yeah, absolutely. Can't hit one to right or to center, but uh, down that left field line, he got it out of here for his third home run of the year. And the thing that makes me so proud of Sue, make me laugh a little bit, is Coach Littlewood. First pitch from Jordan Woods up a little bit high. is talking about Sue. You know, he said, I said, I remember he's a freshman, not much of a hitter. He says, I could put him on second base with a fungal, and he hit, couldn't hit the ball out. Yeah. It's true. And uh, he just built himself up, got himself strong, and got the confidence going. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. One and one to Nyquist. He is one for three today. Yeah, he's worked hard and put his head down, gone to work, and the guys just really love him. 
One ball and one strike to Nyquist, the DH. Ball fouled straight back. Still strong with the velo. That's 91 right there. That he, last he's inning. He's kind of smelling it, isn't he, yeah. out there? Yeah, that last inning was his best inning. Yeah. It was, I mean, sharp. I'm sure he's in the dugout saying, hey, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm, yeah. I'm fine. Zimmerman and uh, Parkinson still throwing. Parkinson's throwing about a whole game out there. Little looper right at Anderson. He'll make the catch for the out. One man down here in the eighth, and uh, Fredrickson, great pitch right there, right off the handle of Nyquist. Yeah, he came in here with a good average, and he struggled tonight, Nyquist. Hadn't seen it too well. This is the guy that's batting a blow 170. You just attack him, make him earn everything. 0 for 3 today, strike out, ground out, and a pop-up. Fredrickson, uh, Woodenville, Washington, the right fielder, and he lines one down the left field line, and that will slice foul. Pinarini's on deck. He's uh, hit back-to-back doubles his last two times up. Both teams with seven base hits. And here's the 0-1. Ball fouled at the plate. Jordan Wood, one win, one loss this year. 3.38 earned run average. Got six strikeouts. There's been two walks in the game by Wood. And here's the 0-2. That's outside for a ball. Yeah, you don't want to let this guy on deck, uh, uh, this guy on, because the guy on deck has killed, killed you today. One and two. Wood from the windup and the pitch. Right up the middle, base hit. So Fredericks in a solid single with one man out. And Pinarini will come up. He's popped up. Thank you. And had a couple of doubles. He scored one run and has a, an RBI to his credit. And he was a late addition to the lineup as the Pinarini struggled. And then we're going to go with the, uh, I think, the right-hander, Drew Zimmerman. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with a new pitcher for the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Austin Pinarini will step in. Two for three on the day. He'll go against Drew Zimmerman, the freshman. Lehigh High School product. First pitch from Zimmerman is over for a call strike 93 on the first pitch there by Drew Zimmerman. Yeah, Drew's earned this opportunity to be in this situation right here. This is his 10th appearance. Uh, One win, one loss, 1.65 earned run average. 15 strikeouts and 16 innings for Zimmerman. Ball fouled out of play, 0-1-2. Opponents are only hitting 172 off the freshman. And 16 innings pitch has given up 10 hits, only three runs. And struggled a little bit with his command, seven walks in those 16 innings. But lately, he's really been kind of zoned in, throwing the ball great. Here's the 0-2 off the plate, one and two. Yeah, and four of those walks actually came on one outing that he had in two innings of work. So you take away that one outing where he wasn't feeling great. It's pretty good stats. One ball, two strikes. Pitch from Zimmerman up just a little bit. 
And the count uh, now two and two. Game two tomorrow night, six o'clock. Come out. Uh, supposed to be weather's supposed to break and uh, be a nice day for baseball. Here's the two-two from Zimmerman. Popped up foul out of play. Runner at first base is uh, Daniel Fredrickson. Carson Brashears, who number nine hitter in the lineup for Gonzaga in the on-deck circle. One man out here. Top of the eighth inning, Cougars with a two-run lead. There's a ball hit out to Schneeman. Could be two. No, Schneeman bobbles, comes up, throws the second for one. Not in time. Daniel just... uh, Knocked the ball down, came up off his chest, and was able to get the lead runner for the second out. Yeah, that's definitely a ball that Daniel's upset with himself because that's a double play ball waiting to happen that just kind of ate him up at the last second. But, hey, still a good job getting the lead runner. Two men out, and we are going to have a pinch hitter for Brashears. It's Nick Brooks, first baseman catcher. He is out of Auburn, Washington. That's a big kid. He is big. Number 32, as we mentioned, a 6-2-220. And going against uh, Drew Zimmerman. Doesn't have a ton of at-bats, but he's had some success. Batting 4-30 on the year with seven seven at-bats. Yeah, seven at-bats, three hits, three doubles. All his hits have been doubles. First pitch, good fastball in the outside corner for a strike from Zimmerman. Yeah, slugging percentage of 8.57 on those. Every every hit you get's an extra base hit. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. 0-1 pitch, a swing and a miss. 0-1-2. That's a 88 mile an hour slider. That's tough to hit. Zimmerman on in relief of Jordan Wood. Cougars lead 6-4. Two men out, top of the eighth inning. Potential tying run at the plate. And here is Zimmerman's 0-2. Swinging strike three. Zimmerman with a strikeout. And the Cougars, uh, after the uh, hit, no run scored. 6-4 Cougars leading Gonzaga on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Brock Hale will lead it off for the Cougars. We go to the bottom of the eighth. Cougars holding a two-run lead, 6-4. Hale 0 for 3 today. He'll be followed by Kringle and then Favero. This is where it would be really nice to, to get one or two more runs right here going into the ninth. So Hale will step in. And the first pitch from Alec Jacob is outside, ball one. Man, this kid's funky. He does have a real funky motion. He really does. Big, big, tall kid. Very tough to pick the baseball up. Pitch is outside for ball two. That's why that, uh, that hanging breaking ball that Sue hit out is at 60 miles an hour. And it's hard to sit on that. He did a fantastic well, and job. And it's amazing you can generate enough bat speed yeah, to hit no a 60-mile-an-hour fastball out of here. Especially on a even, you know, a night game yeah, when the absolutely. ball doesn't carry much. Absolutely. Two balls and a strike to Brock Hale. Brock, uh, 342 hitter, 
Senior out of Mesa, Arizona. Pitch outside for ball three. Well, nobody up in the Cougars' pen, so it looks like the Cougars are going to run the freshman Zimmerman out there to try to close this one out in the ninth. 3-1 pitch. That's over for a strike. Uh, Zimmerman was just dynamic against Utah in the eighth inning. Threw seven pitches and got three outs. Here's the 3-2. Ball fouled up and out of play. You know, Sudruth, I think is, I mean, you know, him and Zimmerman set up close yeah. or whatever. I think Jake's probably still the guy as far as closing, but he threw a bunch of pitches against Utah. Yeah, he really throw, did. Had to throw um, two innings. He's a guy I'm that, not sure he's ready tonight. Yeah, he's a guy that wants to throw every day, but Zim's got this one. 3-2 pitch. Hale swings and misses, goes down on strikes for the second time tonight on a breaking pitch, and that will bring uh, Keaton Kringlin to the plate. So both teams have just had to use one reliever here in this first game, which is uh, good news for both uh, schools with uh, two more games coming up. First pitch to Kringlin. Again, that off-speed pitch drops in for a strike. I was worried with all that rain that we're going to have a similar situation of last week where Wood will start, only get a few innings, and we got to postpone it because it doesn't stop raining, but worked out. Kringlin ground ball out to Yake. He's got it. He'll throw Keaton out for out number two. And that will bring Favero to the plate. Nate 0 for 2 looking for his first hit. Vera wearing number uh, 25 on the back of that home Cougar jersey. Big left-handed hitter out of Vienna, Virginia will step in. Hit the ball well last time, flew out to deep right field. First pitch over for a strike. Boy, way off speed, 68 miles an hour. Like you talked about last inning with Sue, where Sue hit it where the only place in the park that it could actually leave this time with the wind. Nate tries to hit it down the right field line and comes up short. This one's hammered down the right field line. That is a foul ball, fouled by just a couple of feet. Or Favero was looking at extra bases. It's a good that, swing right there. That ball was hooking foul. No balls and two strikes. Cougars lead 6-4 as we are in the bottom of the eighth. Here's Jacobs' 0-2 pitch. Ball hit hard right at the shortstop. Schubert, who's got it on one hop, throws the first for the out. And the Cougars retired in order here in the eighth. We'll go to the ninth. 6-4, Cougars leading Gonzaga on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar Nation. It's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU, and you're listening to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougars hold a two-run lead. We go to the... Top of the ninth inning. Drew Zimmerman, the freshman, on to try to pick up a save here for BYU. And the top of the order for Gonzaga, Ernie Yake will lead it off. He doubled and knocked in a run his last time up there. Zimmerman has one save to his credit this year, looking for number two. Yeah, he had the uh, a save against the Northridge on our fourth game of the year. A 
Cougars six runs on seven hits, and Gonzaga four runs on eight base hits. There's been one error in the ballgame. That was early back in the first inning against Favero. And Casey Jacobson's taken over at third base for the Cougars. First pitch is down low, ball one. Jake Sudruth, the right-hander, is uh, ready in the pen if needed. That pitch is down low, ball two. A lot of good hitters on deck. That's where Zim just has to attack these guys, make them earn everything, come out with that mentality. 2-0 pitch, that's over for a strike. 92 on the fastball there by uh, Drew Zimmerman. Yake slightly open stance to the plate. He hits one fly ball right at Perns in center field. Jarrett is there. He is under it, and he makes the catch for out number one. Great job by Zim getting back in that count. Great job throwing strikes right there. Yeah. Bronson Truby will step in now. He is uh, one for four today. Right-handed hitter, and here is Zimmerman's first pitch. Up just a little bit high for a ball, 94 there yeah, on the fastball. Yeah, a little pumped up on that one. Pitch over for a strike, one and one. You just look at his face on the, on the computer here, on the computer screen. It's just he's locked in right now. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Truby hits the ball. Casey Jacobson, tremendous play. Comes up, wow. throws him out. Wow. Wow, Coach Littlewood puts Jacobson in. Sitting over the, on the bench cold the entire ball game. Comes out and dives, short hops the ball, and wow. takes away a base hit. That's big time. Great play by Jacobson. Makes Coach look like a genius. And like we talked about in the break, Casey's an upgrade to Nate at third. He's a big-time defender, and that was a great play. Two men out. And Jake Veith will step in. First pitch outside for ball. You know, the amazing thing about that is just how, uh, I mean, you sit on the bench the entire game. I don't know how you can keep yourself warm yeah. or ready, but that took some uh, some supreme athletic skill right there by Jacobson. As Veith checks the swing, goes around. Cougars one out away from their first victory here in the conference. One ball and one strike to Jake Veith. Pitches up high for a ball. 94 again right there. Two balls and a strike. Here's Zimmerman's 2-1. Just off the plate inside, ball three. Wow, look good from here. Gunnar Schubert's on deck, the cleanup hitter for the Zags. And the 3-1 pitch hit out to Anderson. This should do it. Brennan's got it. Throws the first. Cougars win 6-4. First West Coast Conference win in this 2018 season. Great job by Drew Zimmerman, the young freshman, as he came in and got the last five outs to end this one. We'll be back with a postgame report right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball postgame show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Coach Littlewood could have sent a lot of guys up here. Brian Sue had the big two-run home run. 
How about Jacobson's play there at the end? But he sent up Drew Zimmerman. Drew, we haven't really had a chance to talk to you or meet you much, but uh, freshman Lehigh High School. Uh, boy, I had to feel good to you out there tonight. Yeah, it felt good. Tell us a little about what you were thinking in the bullpen. You looked so good in your last outing against Utah through a perfect inning. And then uh, Coach Littlewood uh, through the last inning plus here against a, a very good ball club. Um, in the bullpen, we I know there's a lot of lefties coming up, so I put a lefty hitter in there and just tried working away with the changeup in the fastball, and that's what got him. So. Looks like you were mainly relying fastball tonight. I mean, you were you know you hit 94. Yeah, that's a lot of fastballs. So. A, little, a little adrenaline going tonight for yes, you. Yes, a lot of adrenaline. Feels How about good. that play by Casey Jacobson? Coach Littlewood puts him in defensively and. Here he sits over there on the bench for eight innings. Uh, Got to be a little cool. Yes, that was and, awesome. Uh, that was a, that was a pretty incredible play. A little short hop on a, on a two hopper. Yes, that was awesome. That saved a lot of runs. Right there, so. <laughs> well, it saved you a little bit of grief, I think. So, yes. talk to us a little about your journey to BYU Lehigh High School. So, you, uh, I know you were recruited by BYU very heavily. Uh, tough decision. Is this where you always wanted to come? Um, this is where I've always wanted to go. They started recruiting me in my sophomore year, and I broke my elbow after that going into my junior year. Your right elbow? Yes. Is that right? Yes. Doing I have a plate and seven screws in my right wow. elbow. Now, how did that happen? Uh, pretty much just overuse. So. That was some, so it was like a pitching injury? Yes, it was. Is that right? Yeah. How oh, interesting. And then it wasn't until my senior year going into the state tournament they offered me a walk-on spot, and... Here I am. Here you are. Well, you keep throwing like that, and uh, the walk-on's going to turn into a scholarship here in a hurry. So I sure hope so. Uh, tell us about your experience with college baseball, Division One. What, what's the biggest difference as far as pitching to Division One kids versus high school kids? Got to keep the ball down. You can't leave the ball up, or they will hit it a long ways. So, so you can't make any mistakes. No, not at all. Well, and is that? And then, what, as far as the team, as far as the BYU experience, is it, is it kind of what you thought it would be? Um. They're, so my senior or my freshman year into high school, our seniors weren't the nicest kids to us. And the seniors here are awesome, and I love it. So That's good. Well, Drew, hey, congratulations. A fantastic job. A big win for the Cougars. Hadn't won a conference game yet. Picked number one in the league. And so this is a big hurdle to get over. Congratulations. I'm sure we're going to be seeing you up here much more. So, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Drew Zimmerman, our player of the game. And uh, we'll be joined by uh, Coach uh, Mike Littlewood here just in a moment. Cougars win this one by a score of 6-4. to four. Cougars uh, six runs, uh, seven hits, one error. Gonzaga four runs, eight hits, and no errors. The big hit was the uh, two-run home run by uh, Brian Sue there in the uh, seventh inning to give the Cougars their final margin of victory by two, 6-4. The winner is Jordan Wood, who pitched a... A fantastic game tonight. Uh, Jordan went seven in the third innings, gave up eight hits, four runs. Only three of those runs were earned, had uh, six strikeouts and two walks. The loser goes to uh, Jacob, pitching an inning in the third, and his mistake was the curveball that he threw to Brian Sue that uh, Sue deposited over the, the left field wall, and that was really the difference in the ball game here tonight. Uh, hitting for the Cougars tonight, uh, Sue had the home run with two RBIs. Uh, Schneeman swung the bat well. He also had two hits and two RBIs. And uh, Kringlin had a hit. Uh, Jarrett Perns had a hit in an RBI and scored a run. So just an overall very good effort for this uh, BYU Cougar team that I think had to be feeling a little bit of pressure after uh, being swept by LMU last weekend. This is a team that big things were expected out of, and we saw a little bit of that tonight here with the Cougars. 
and the Zags from Gonzaga as the Cougars win this uh, this one by a score of 6-4 to four with the, the win. Both these teams now 11 wins and 9 losses on the year. Uh, Gonzaga falls to 2 wins and 2 losses on the year, and uh, BYU uh, moves to 1-3 and three in West Coast Conference play. And, uh, Coach, that's more like it. Uh, boy, nice win, big West Coast Conference win, and, and uh, Drew Zimmerman, a big part of that along with Brian Sue, the big two-run home run. And Casey Jacobson, you look like a genius putting Casey in there, sits on the bench for eight innings. He's got to be a little cool. Came out and made a very athletic play to, to save a base hit. Well, it's interesting. In the fifth or sixth inning, uh, when, they made the, when they made the switch to uh, Jacob on their side, their pitcher, I told Casey, to, Casey and uh, Mitch McIntyre to get ready. Cause, so he had been going a little bit, and then he sat. Um, but I knew that with Nate coming up, getting his last at-bat, which he had a good at-bat, that last at-bat. I knew I wanted Casey in, so I gave him an inning or two to, to get ready to go. And It's interesting, too, because I looked up and I thought he was hugging the line a little bit, and I moved him for no other reason. I moved him one right? step left just because I thought he was hugging the line too much. And, you know, lo and behold, I hit it into his glove. So, yeah, well, good move worked by out you well. and both worked parts. Worked out yeah, well. Yeah, that was, worked out great. Sometimes you have to be lucky. And how about Zoo? I think it was about a 64-mile-an-hour uh, curveball that he hit out. And yeah. I think that's the only place in the ballpark you'd hit a home run tonight with that wind blowing in from right. And Sue just con- continues to just swing the bat so well, clutch situations. And, and uh, good for him. Great young man. I thought he had – in fact, we were going to send him up, and they were like, hold, hold on, you've been up here way too much. Let's get Zim up there. <laughs> Uh, but he he put together good at bats tonight. He was one for four, so he didn't see you know he didn't see the two or three hits out of it. But he put together good at bats. I thought he got rung up on a high fastball as well when he when he struck out. But um, it's interesting. Trent Pratt and I were talking after that after he hit the home run when he hung his first home or when he hung his first curveball to Brian that last at bat. You could tell he put a really good swing on it. So you could tell he he saw it. We were thinking, and Trent even said this. He said if he would was going to hang another one, Brian had a chance to turn on it. So. I thought it was an out, and then I—I I mean, I thought it was an F seven, and then I thought it was going to be off the wall, and I was surprised when it left. So it was good it for him. He got out of here, and it got out of here by by a pretty good margin. And boy, how about Jordan Wood? I'm sure he was in the dugout there in the eighth and the ninth or seventh and eighth anyway, saying, "Hey, keep me in," even though yeah. he was old, well over 100 pitches. Velocity's still right there at 90, and yeah. uh, what a bulldog! Uh, boy, you just got to be so proud of him. All right, that—that's it. Can you say Bud on radio? Because he sure. pitched his butt off. Yeah, <laughs> he pitched his butt off. That's all you can really say. And, after the first inning, he left a couple balls up, and you know we we boot a ball at third base, and he and we talked about today, we didn't what we didn't do last week against LMU was minimize innings. LMU last week they score five runs in the first inning on that, and Jordan kind of just you know knuckled down and um, got out of it with one, and that was kind of the to me that was the key of the game, getting getting out of that first inning with one run and not three or four. Uh, offensively, Schneeman swung the bat well today. Good to see that. Brennan Anderson also a couple of base hits. He could have had a couple of more, uh, but a couple of great defensive plays in, in the outfield, uh, Rob Anderson. And uh, so it's nice to see those guys getting going a little bit. Well, you can see Brennan's just he's taking better swings. He's he's taking those marginal curveballs that are, that are, you know, they're really close, and he's taking those for balls. And you can see that slowly, slowly, the thing about Brennan, once he gets rolling, you can't get him out, and that's what's nice about him. And he just—he's gotten his hits here and there. I mean, he's hitting 288. I mean, you can't complain about that. But um, when he gets rolling, he's going to bump that thing up to 350, and it's going to be scary. You know, Blattner, their starter, pretty tough pitcher, and then Alec Jacob. I thought he was a funky had a funky delivery, tough to pick the ball up, and 
and he threw 51 pitches yeah. tonight, so I'm not sure you're going to see him again. So it's nice to get those two guys kind of, you know, out of the series now. Yeah, for sure. And they're planning on going, Beast going tomorrow. Beast or Vice, however you say it. Um, I'm sure they're planning on him going nine innings yeah. tomorrow. That's He's their guy. Um, but Alec Jacob is usually there. He has been their Saturday starter or their day three starter a lot. So um, I, I know coming out they just plan on piggybacking those two guys. Their thing is they want to keep Beast on, on a, every Friday night start right. and give him those six days rest. And to me, it doesn't make sense whether you get six days or five days rest. That's a lot of rest for, for a young guy like that. So, hey, we got game one, and now we have to really, really battle. And we're starting Hayden Rogers tomorrow. And, um, you know, it, it's a, it should be a really good matchup on paper with, I guess you could say, one of our best guys, if not our best guy yeah. traditionally and, and in the past, against their best guy. Uh, talk to us just quick about Drew Zimmerman. I didn't know about the the pitching injury. He has got a plate in there, seven screws. You were you were recruiting him. You kind of backed off him a little bit, and then I guess in the in the uh, state uh, baseball tournament, you came back and said, "Hey, we'll give you a, a spot or walk on." And, yeah. And uh, what what an incredible uh, ability to come back. He hit ninety four tonight. Yeah, a couple, couple times. times. Yeah. We followed Drew. We've been following him since his sophomore year at Lehigh High School, and you know he played shortstop and he pitched and. His velocity was always 86 to 87, and, and then it dropped 82, 83 a little bit, and he had a sore arm. But, um, you know, going from short to on a Tuesday and then pitching on a Friday or vice versa was just really tough. In fact, they play three games a, a week now. And so it was just really tough. And, and uh, man, he's one of those guys that you get on, you get here, you take him off shortstop and just put him on the mound, and he's really, really flourished. I mean, you don't see – I mean, he's he's clearly a guy that could be our closer and. Today, there's no way I was taking him out of the game. Yeah, I was, I was hoping you were going to keep <laughs> yeah. him in there. He was dynamite in the eighth and, and came out, and along with a little help by Casey Jacobson, uh, finished it up, got, it, got his second save of the year. Uh, good for Jordan Wood, picked up his second win of the year, and uh, just a good win. I mean, yeah. it's, it's good to get over the hump, get that first one. Yeah, just a, a must-needed win, to be honest with you. I mean, and we felt I wasn't shying away from saying that. It was a must-win for us, and it kind of takes a monkey off your back of because you start thinking, man, we're going to go 0 Nine, we're going to go zero and twelve. We're, you know, that's just the, you know, that's how I think anyway. Yeah. That we can't win a we can't win a game. But um, you know, we we showed up Tuesday night, played well except for one inning, and we we played nine good innings. I thought tonight. Well, coach, congratulations on the first victory. We'll see you tomorrow night, uh, six o'clock at Gonzaga BYU. I think the weather's supposed to be a little better for yep. us tomorrow night at game time. Hope uh, hope for a good crowd and uh, congrats on the great win. Sounds good. Thanks, Brent. You bet. Uh, Mike Littlewood, head coach of the Cougars, as the Cougars win here by a score of six to four. And uh, with that, I uh, would like to thank uh, Cole uh, Wiesinger back at the station uh, and uh, Tucket Slate for his great uh, co- uh, color commentary. And just to remind fans, we'll be back on the air tomorrow night, 555 for game two of the series. Zags and Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.